What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams still in the, uh, we're going to call it the, uh, what do we call it? The bunker. All right. We're still in the bunker over in Desert Storm in the building. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. All right. We are still in the new studio, still being built and repaired and all of that. I got a couple of things ready to go. I got my bottle of waters. All right. Apparently, you need water on deck in the desert storm. All right. I lived in the desert in Southern California and it was not quite watery like that. Anyway, uh, the, the Hall of Justice, the CGA Hall of Justice, the Bunny Ranch. We're going to have to come up with a name. The Desert Storm Bunker. All right. We definitely gonna have to come up with a name. Anyway, man, shout out to you. Uh, this place will be definitely uh, designed pretty well. We're going to figure some things out, though, uh, in the next couple of weeks. But appreciate y'all for being here. Uh, anyway, today's subject matter, we're going to talk about how broke are modern women actually? All right, we're going to talk about how broke are they are, and we're going to use their own words. We're gonna we're not going to tell them how broke they are. We're going to use their own words. As you guys know, what I do here is I take their own words, right, just to take their own words, just to show you how broke they cannot possibly be, or they speak for themselves. You see all of those clips that I play. They're from their own voices, all right? These are the words from their own voices. I'm not trying to tell them how they are. They're telling you. So this is how we do it on here. This is how we get away with us uh, speaking for them. I don't speak for them. We let them speak for themselves. So in this situation here, we're going to do a video, a couple of reaction videos of a modern women going cray cray or they going cray cray about their financial situation. And we're going to talk about marriages sometimes and divorces where uh, a divorced couple will get divorced. The man will be paying a certain amount of the bills. And then all of a sudden he'll be like, well, I ain't paying no more because then I'm not, we're not married. And then the wife goes nuts. All right. She's like, wait a minute. What? But all the while she was like, I can handle it. I can do it by myself. And you're like, okay, do it by yourself. And then when you do it by yourself, then they play the victim. They'd be like, he ain't paying the bills no more. <laughs> You'd be like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, when you, well, when you walked off, you said you had it, you, you had it handled. You were going to do it. You didn't need me. All right. So uh, we're also going to talk about a married couple in $500,000 student loan debt. $500,000 in student, in student loan debt. This is America. You know, as you guys know, I, don't stand, I can't stand Americans. Pause. I'm sure people can't. They're not going to censor me for that. <laughs> Americans are out of their mind. But a lot of people have these married couples. They're like, oh, marriage is fine. They're perfect. They're married. They're happy. Nope. And then the back of the, you know, when they get behind those closed doors in the suburbs, they're in debt up to their eyeballs. Okay. <laughs> oh, also, we're going to talk about um, uh, a guy. He did a great video. He walked around, I, I believe Miami. I can't, I don't know what city he walked around. And he asked young women, college age women, junior college women, right? Jasmine Rice Fund type women, chicken skewers and uh, quick, quick, date women seeking girls he asked young girls college girls how much money they got in their bank account right now all right and you're gonna see live reaction to that video all right so that's what we have planned for the day that's what we're gonna do i anticipate a couple of um interruptions here because i do have people delivering stuff of course they're like we're gonna deliver between 10 and 2 all right so i was like all right should i start my show later anticipating that they're gonna deliver at 10 and then they don't deliver at 10 they're gonna deliver at 2 okay and then if I don't, if I do start the show, they'll deliver at 930. <laughs> Jesus, like, 
you can't win with delivery people but uh this is a new house this is i, I know it looks like i'm renting out a room <laughs> you guys gonna find it you guys gonna find a video of me with the lady out yelling at me to pay my utility bills at some particular point they like coach down bad renting out a room at kaylee's house from the dorm anyway we're gonna get the earlier contributors to the show we're going to get the earlier contributors to the show acknowledged to let your voice be heard. Dollar sign CGA live right there down at the bottom right of the screen. Right there at the bottom right of the screen. That is the cash app address. Dollar sign CGA live. If you're listening to if you're listening on SoundCloud, Google, Apple, whatever podcast format that you're listening to. I appreciate all listeners on all four uh, formats. Also, also. How else can you contribute? Oh, you can also contribute on PayPal. PayPal. Dot me backslash coach Greg Adams. I'll leave it somewhere in the chat. It should be pinned at the top of the chat. And then you can also get exclusive content. Patreon.com backslash coach Greg Adams for the exclusive content. You can also get the money mindset streams that are going to, we're going to do a two hour stream on Sunday to make up for my travel day last Sunday. We're going to do two hours. So uh, don't be scared. Don't fret. We're going to make up that time. And then also the members live stream. If you want to see, how it really goes down in the on the seeking arrangements. Get on the locals members content. You see that right there on the bottom left hand of your screen. Coach Greg Adams dot locals.com. Anyway, I'm the author of the free agent lifestyle and the evolution. And if you didn't know the current economic state that we're in, if you thought that I didn't predict many of these things, when you go to some of my books, the free agent lifestyle, the basis of the free agent lifestyle is to warn you guys, do not take on dead weight. This is not the time to get into relationships. Love doesn't matter. Love can wait. All right. You can have babies later. If you do it now, you're going to be struggling. All right. You're going to be struggling. Many men that had babies between the age of uh, between the years of 2018 and 2022. Many of you guys don't even see your kids right now. You don't even see them. You've been restricted from seeing them. I'm, I guarantee you half of you guys have been in that situation. So that's problem number one. Problem number two, imagine being in a relationship in this economy right now. Okay. Number three, I told you that we're going to be in a progressive downturn all the way until this thing bottoms out. We ain't seen nothing yet. I know you don't want to see doom and gloom CGA. All right. Do not think that this is the bottom. All right. This is going to be rough. And you should have a five-year plan to actually, I guess, guard against hitting rock bottom as this economy hits rock bottom. We're going to be, we're in a deep dive. We're in a deep dive in this economy. And I've been predicting it and everybody's like, oh yeah, stop bringing political. <laughs> All right. Stop bringing political. Yeah. Yo, I called it and I said, this is where it's going to go. And I said, feminism is going to skedaddle. You don't hear anything about every now and then. Every now and then, guess what? Every now and then, guess what? Somebody will be like, um, you know, these people will they'll they'll see what's going on. Oh, it's not it's not going to get any worse than this. Yet, yeah, dude, yes, it is. All right, the the political climate and the economic climate. We're still got this president coming up here for the next two or three years. All right, it, this is a disaster. It's a disaster. Mm -hmm. We ain't pulling out of this. We ain't pulling out of this. Some of you guys voted for this, and at the same time you voted for this, you're complaining. We're gonna talk about that. That ladies and uh, that the video we're gonna play. All right. Let's acknowledge the earlier contributors in the building. This is all a so quote unquote plan. They've been wanting to go this direction for quite a long time. And and here we are. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, I'm trying to I'm trying to type and talk at the same time. Where's my assistant? 
Chris Kaylee. I think that's the way you do it right there. Um, yeah. This is why you don't type and talk at the same time. Let's get to the earlier contributors to the show. Without further ado, the PayPal link is at the top of the live chat. And uh, we'll continue with the show. What do we got here? Over here. Let's see. Some of these names I don't uh, recognize. But let me see if I acknowledge these people. Uh, I did. There's one more that I want to acknowledge here over on PayPal. I got to make sure I don't say his government name. He says, Coach, please use this soundbite in your show. Appreciate your work. Okay. Um, I appreciate your donation over there to try to get me a soundbite. I don't know what the soundbite is, and I don't know if I can play it right now. I don't want to play it. Right oh! <laughs> no, I can't use that. Uh, I believe there's another person that uses that. And if I use it, they'll say, I stole it. <laughs> All right, so we can't use that. All right, so let's see here. Where are we at on the cash app? All right, we get, sorry for the delay. Boy, my email was blowing up right now. Who, who's on the cash app? Slump down is on the, hey, shout out to, hey, whoa, he gave, he already starting off the show. He started off the show with a co-sponsorship. Lord have mercy. Shout out to Slump Down. I know we in the same town now. All right. We're going to have to have a, uh, um, we're going to have to have a draw in the wild, wild west over here. Hey, you know what? One thing I love about Vegas is that um, it's very wild, wild west. All right. Especially in the areas that I'm in, you know, they're building everything. It looks like, um, it looks like the scene from Back to the Future 3 where they're, you know, they're there, they're building everything. They're building the clock tower for the first time. You're getting to see things being built and built and built. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, that's where I decided to live. But uh, I live in the wild, wild west. And the good thing is, um, yeah, that's all I'll say about that. But hey, we'll get, we'll probably connect uh, a few times when we're here. Cause I met you, I met you in Vegas uh, two years ago when I was talking at the um, CME. I believe that that, yeah. You came up, we introduced our, you introduced yourself at the CME when I was in Vegas about two years ago. So we will definitely connect as well. Warhammer's in the building. He said, thanks for everything so far. Happy Father's Day. Shout out to all the fathers this weekend. All of you guys that's going to get socks and ties, you married guys, all that work. You know what they do to fathers? You know what they do to fathers? They really trample on fathers. I mean, it's absolutely, you know, we're disposable. Men are disposable. Men are providers. And that's pretty much the extent of their need for us. I mean, if there's another need, they would like an emotional need. And if you fail in that endeavor, which most men will, this is not our territory. If you want men to be emotional, uh, have them wear purses. I'm going to just say that. But you want men to be a provider and emotional? That's almost unheard of. Okay, but if you fail in the emotional endeavor, they will act like whatever you've done in the provider endeavor is absolute garbage. All right. And they won't even acknowledge what you've done as a provider. They'll be like, well, anyway, you were supposed to do that. <laughs> and what were you supposed to do? I love it when people say what men are supposed to do. Okay, what are you supposed to do as a woman? What are you supposed to do? Well, we can do all that. It's one of these things, man. I tell you, man, I don't even know why people. <laughs> it's crazy. So. Men contribute, they do what they need to do, and then they barely give fathers recognition. And of course, I know single mothers aren't doing this anymore because they got called out on it. But what they were doing was saying, they were saying, um, well, I, I'm the father and the mother, so happy Father Day to me, right? They would say something like that. I've been doing the father job and the mother job, okay, by choice, 
by choice more than likely, or you made this climate so horrible that the father was like, I'm done. And he got the hell out of, out of there and washed his hands of his own family. But they were doing that. I think they don't do that anymore unless they're all out. Talk to Alicia, Shaquisha, Boonquisha, and then Lucretia. Unless they're one of those straggle daggles that really hasn't gotten the message yet. Maybe they'll start doing that again. But I think that's really passe now. I don't think they could get away with that no more. If somebody did that on Facebook, they'd be like, girls, pull this post down. I don't know. Maybe not. Shout out to Brian Thompson. He says CGA looks five years younger in the new studio. Yeah. Man, I don't know, man. Maybe it's the stress. I'm living stress-free. My furniture ain't here yet, though. <laughs> I be standing around, walking around, sitting on stools. <laughs> the only furniture's here is my studio. I made sure my studio got set up first. Furniture's going to be here, but I appreciate that. That chocolatey skin looking good, huh? Huh? Yeah. All right. We'll see. Maybe I'll, you know, this will be my second, third phase of life. Third phase of life. J-Flow, happy Father's Day. And F all the other holidays. Coach Gang is in the building. Shout out to everybody. Happy Father's Day again. Let's acknowledge all of the fathers. Even you deadbeat ass fathers. All right? You deadbeat daddies. Let's talk about the deadbeats before we get into the show. First of all, deadbeats that have been, you know, societally ordained deadbeats, you're really not a deadbeat. I mean, I already, already know there are some deadbeat pookies out there. Shout out to you guys. But the other deadbeats that people have portrayed you to be a deadbeat, you really weren't a deadbeat. You really tried your best. And they still portrayed you, portrayed you as a deadbeat. <laughs> they, like you literally did everything you needed to do. And then the minute you said, man, F all of this, and you walked the hell off, oh, deadbeat. And then you were like, well, you were calling me a deadbeat when I was here anyway. So what the hell's the difference? <laughs> uh, as Mr. Palmer says, as Mr. Palmer says, go check out his channel. They're going to classify you as a deadbeat anyway. Might as well be a full on out deadbeat. If you're willing to put up with the scrutiny that goes with being a full on out deadbeat, by the way. All right. So you, you could pay, you'd be paying all the bills behind the scenes and they're still calling you a deadbeat. It's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. It's crazy. So um, shout out to all the deadbeat daddies out here. We wear the badge proudly. Uh, and then all of a sudden behind the scenes when they need you to pay a bill, they be like. And that's you. I see you stop paying this bill. Um, Meanwhile, they all vocal. Yo, my daddy's a deadbeat. Mm. <laughs> and then the bill stopped getting paid. Um. I noticed that um, the bills haven't been paid. Um, is there a chance that? Uh, nope. <laughs> Wait a minute. You chose. Come on, man. <laughs> they, you you got to let them make decisions. Unfortunately, you got to deal with people like this. You got to let them. Make, they make decisions. I can do it on my own. I can take on all the responsibility. Go ahead. All right. Oh, I noticed that the bills. Is there a way you can? Hell no. People got people to gotta learn hard lessons. All right. And I'm the one to teach them. I'm the one to teach them. People always come in. Well, coach, man, you got to like, think about it like this. You, you know, you can't really do them like that. It, it's just not nice. They will come in on the emotional side. All right. After you didn't got trampled. You didn't mean got trampled in court. Your name drugged through the mud. All at the school. All in 
with therapists and counselors, all with the damn child support office. Your name, they got drug all through your family, all on Facebook. They done drugged you, dragged you, drugged you. And then soon as the bills need to be paid, um, you know, man, the right thing to do, just be the bigger man. Just end up just paying. All right, after I just get <laughs> the soy boys come in. I'm like, nah, we teaching lessons. Life is about lessons. All right. And I'm the teacher. <laughs> and that's you. I'm the teacher of the lessons. All right. Today's lesson. Uh, don't screw over your daddy. <laughs> uh, today's lesson. We don't do the right thing. We teach lessons. All right. We're going to learn a life lesson today. That's what we're going to learn. All right. Yep. Are y'all ready? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's how we do it around here. Or you can do it my way. Which one is it? You know, because I literally gave y'all options. You want to do it my way? Okay, this is how we're going to do it. <laughs> All right, because y'all can come with me. I got a nice big house now. Y'all can come with me. Here's your room, your room. All right, this is the rules. This is the guidelines. Y'all step between these lines right here. You step out of lines, you out of bounds. Now, we ain't doing that. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, guess what? Lesson learned. But you can't, somebody says this, uh, who said this? Somebody said, uh, you either, you either, what is, uh, Christopher Smith said, you either have a father or you have, um, you have a father of the money, choose one. Father of the, or money, choose one. You can't have, uh, restrict the guy of a fatherhood and then make the guy pay at the same time. Or you can't have the guy be a father. And then I can't remember how it goes. Father or money, choose one. Which one do you want? You want to run it? Go ahead and run it. But you paying the bill. Where we got? Uh, where we at? Where, 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 where we at? Where we at in the building? Dejan Dixon says, I work an office job. I'm debt free, but miserable. Oh, man, that's another conversation. We need to have that conversation. We need to have that conversation because that conversation the, conversa um, the conversation needs to be around, can men uh, be men and they're working full-time job in that corporate capacity, right? In that corporate capacity, it makes it very difficult for men to be who they need to be. And you have to, you have to basically hide your masculinity with that office job. You got to hide your masculinity. You can't say what you really want to say. And it's tough. You know, I don't work in that environment, so I can say what I want to say off the cuff. But yeah, when you're imprisoned it, it's it, it's very close to um you know industrial revolution is tough <laughs> it's tough i don't like those type of jobs but that's not the subject today let's get into this subject today we'll get into that another time maybe if we have maybe we, if we have a little bit of time left or or we don't get um, interrupted by the show today so let's play this video as you can see we have a karen right here this would be described as a karen i'm not sure she has a filter on her face so she looks like michael jackson i'm not sure why in the world she's looking like this but i can tell that that is a filter and uh somewhere around that neck region is not looking good this got to be tales from the crypt this comes from a channel uh let me see what the name of the channel is and we'll give him some run here oh he's got a great following black conservative pr perspective 392,000 subscribers. Congratulations to him. 
And this is going to be what's happening here, going on in our country right now. Not a lot of people are telling you this, but it's a struggle. I, I, I do decent financially. And when I fill up my cars, <laughs> when I fill up my cars, I don't drive much, but I've been driving a lot just from Vegas to Southern California recently, uh, a lot of trips. And um, man, let me tell you, to fill up these cars, man, to fill up these cars, man, it'd be like a hundred and hundred dollars for my truck, hundred and forty when I was in California to fill it up. It's a flex fuel vehicle, but there's not a lot of places that have flex fuel. So flex fuel is quite cheap, but it's hard to find a place, especially if you're traveling. But uh, filling filling every car up is over a hundred bucks, and for most people I know whose incomes are stagnant, there's no way you can afford this. And I've been telling you that this is going to be happening. I said in the last two or three years that this is going to happen. I said they're going to be knocking at your door. Uh, Mr. Negro, uh, yes, uh, can you help me out here? Uh, uh, I need a couple bottles of water. And I said people were – I talked about the food shortages, and there was some goofball trying to tell – he was trying to come back at me. There, cereals are not an indication of uh, food shortages. I did a whole video on food shortages. Right at the new year, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be bad. I'm noticing a lot of empty shelves here. I'm noticing these shelves don't go as deep as they used to. And I said, people are going to have to decide between gas and food. I've been telling this story, but here we are. Let's go ahead and play her. $98 to fill up the tank today. $98. Yeah, man. Hey, um, yeah, baby. Uh, listen, you got one thing you need to be doing here. And that's you. Yeah, your wages ain't going up anytime soon. I know you have a job that it, it ain't going up, all right? The job you do probably is pretty much pointless. A monkey can do it, I'm sure. But you was focusing on your career. So I could focus on my career. You probably, she's probably divorced. I mean, statistically, seven out of 10 older people or women that you see, um, especially if they're over the age of 35, they either have never been married or they've been divorced. Okay, so- she probably been divorced. That's why she complaining. If she was, if she had a husband, she probably wouldn't be complaining as much. But she's got a rant to TikTok. She's got a rant to their their open their open diary. Ninety eight bucks. Here we go. Ninety eight dollars. Woo. <laughs> well, and listen. On a slow Tuesday, I might be able to front you that ninety eight. Maybe, maybe. If if I, if I was very desperate, you might be able to. You might be able to get a 98 from coach. All right, but, you know, listen, it ain't, it's a dirty job. Let's go ahead and continue. I have to decide between buying gas or buying food. And guess who wins? Because I have to get to the job that I need. So I could focus on my career. If you didn't read my book, The Evolution, this is exactly what I talked about. See, you decided to have the career. You chose to have the career. Now you got now you realize you're nothing but a slave. All right. You thought you were getting some freedom. You thought you were you, you, you thought you were getting free by earning your own money. And they switched it on you. This is what happens when you give them control. Now that you're have to work, because women are saying, well, what are we supposed to do? Not work. Well, now you have to work. Thank the predecessors of feminism. Now they all cornered you in where you have to work. Now that you have to work. Now you're screwed because now they can double tax you. Now they can raise the prices of everything because there's no choice. You have no choice but to get on the freeway. You have no choice but to put your kids in daycare. Now they can put the price to anything they want to, and you got to pay it. What? To 
buy anything at all. That doesn't pay me enough. Well, there again, that's your choice. <laughs> These are choices you made. Now you're living the consequences. Again, you got to teach tough lessons. You can't bail them out. Do not let them off the hook. Do not let them off the hook. And people want to donate $1,000 to f***ing cats. What? 98 goddamn dollars at Costco. (laughs) Oh, my. Fill up my tank. $98. Where's your husband? (laughs) Listen, I'm not laughing. Listen, man. Hey, everybody's tight financially. I understand that. I understand that. Everybody's tight. What I'm laughing at is the circumstances you created. These are circumstances that you created for yourself, right? So you're screaming at the top of your lungs. I guarantee you she voted for Biden. How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? But she's also realizing that no one's coming to save her anymore. Older women, this is typically what happens to them. They have their fun in their first uh, first 40 years. And then the last 40 years is a struggle. I've been saying that too. What happened? Where did all the men go? I said the last 40 years is going to be a struggle, ma'am. Those jobs are going to be a little bit more fleeting. You're going to be less marketable. You're not going to be able to just get men to pay for stuff, especially now. Men aren't just going to pay for stuff. Men are going to put $1,000 to cats and dogs. They'll support their own stuff. They'll invest in themselves. They're not doing it. They're not giving you money and taking you out for dates. $5.50 a tank. $5.50 a gallon at Costco. $5.50 a gallon at Costco. She's going to have a stroke. This is the work of the f***ing religious right. The religion? Wait a minute. This is the work of the religious the religious right. How did? I'm confused now. How in the world did they get responsible for this? Anybody? <laughs> so the religious right is responsible for high gas payments. All right. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. Uh, wow. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, I didn't realize the religious right was responsible for high gas prices. Anyone else? Listen to Robert Reich, who clearly who do who gives us all of the evidence, all of the evidence about how our poverty is a choice that our government made for us. Yeah, but you were the ones that depended on the government. You kept running to them. You kept running to them for child support. You kept running for them to the for divorce, for social services. You kept running to them to make political changes, uh, policy, policy for women to work. You kept running to them, running to them, running to them. And then now that they got their claws into you in about eight different ways, now they can do what they want. They don't care. You're just another number. You're just another number. They don't care about you. Now you're figuring this out. A CEO is not worth 351 times what I get paid. Well, no, that's not true. That's not true. I don't believe that. I hate when people use that. First of all, yes, yeah, CEOs make a lot of money in these corporations. Yeah, sure. They 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 finagle their accounting to make them make you believe that they have a lot of money and whatnot. And uh, they use a little some funny fuzzy math. And these men at the top are cleaning up. Uh, pe- that's capitalism. I'm fully participant of capitalism. I'm unabashed, unashamed, unapologetic about that. 
whoever makes their money, make your money at the top. But but at the same time, if you're a coward, if you're scared, if you're going to lean on your moral uh, high ground, well, then go ahead and be poor. Be prepared to be poor. Because in this country, uh, people, uh, it's about how you make your money. I'm just, that's just how it works. So go ahead. So go ahead and start your own company and get your money at the top. Oh, well, no, you you don't want to do it. You don't want to take the risk, do you? So now you're mad that the man that you work for, now you're working at the bottom for peanuts while you're making him rich and he's taking the money off the top. Or imagine that. Okay, you can do your own company, will you? Nope. Ever. You, religious right, who mm. are doing this and have been doing this to us. F you, profiteering companies. F you, billionaires, stealing us, breaking our backs, stealing from us, profiteering off of us. Yeah, um, you know. When you when you realize you're a slave and you thought you had, uh, you know, you thought you had some pull and now you don't, you fell for it. You can fight the power. But at this particular point, you were giving the power to these people. You were giving the power to these people now that they have the power. Speaking of I have the power, she kind of looking like Skeletor, too. But let's continue. Let me repeat. I have to decide between buying food or gas. Where's your husband? Where's your husband? Go work a second job. I don't know what to tell you, ma'am, but it's too late for this country is too late. For this country is too late. All right, you guys, the power, you guys gave all of this power to, to the government in the last two years. It was, at, remember, if you've been watching me, I've been telling y'all, y'all need to stop doing this. Stop doing this. You're giving them too much power. They work for you. Now we work for them. In the last two years, you gave them unabashed power. Uh, the whole thing about the whole stay at home and we'll listen to you and it's an emergency. And, and I told you, I was like, once you give them this power that they don't have, you give them this power, they're not giving it back. Who remembers I said that? If you've been following me since 2020, I was like, y'all need to not do this because once you give them the power, they're not giving it back. And sure enough, here it is. You're dealing with the reality. <laughs> You're dealing with the reality. You got no power. You gave it up. Guess which one wins? Yeah. Shout out to this brother right here. Um, I don't mean to pause him like that, but uh, shout out to this brother. Uh, his goes by the black conservative perspective. And so she got a couple of things wrong. She was upset and she's aiming it at corporations and religious rights, uh, despite the fact that she did Biden. <laughs> she didn't want no smoke for Biden. I mean, I'm trying to be interested in that. And a lot of people are like, she did this. Hey, I told you to do Biden. Now we done lost a damn vote. We done lost a vote. That's gonna go to Trump. God damn. worshiping these people like they're fucking God. Ain't nobody worshiping them. But God damn it, Chris. We need somebody in there with motherfucking sense. <laughs> they were out there doing that. Now when the gas prices going up, all the food going up, wages stagnated, inflation. Oh, well, it's not his fault. I'm like, wow, damn, well. <laughs> it's not his fault, actually. Wow, I mean, you know, I don't know what to tell you guys. So anyway. Anyway, we got to uh, acknowledge some pow uh, power. PayPals. We're going to announce some PayPals, and then we're going to play the video of the women. Uh, there was a guy that walked around, 
and ask young college women how much money they had in their bank account, you'll be absolutely shocked. Someone suggested that we do a reaction to this video, and that's what we're going to go uh, do today. Who is this in here? Shout out to, we'll call you Kevin W. He says, congrats on the move. Don't forget to make a soundbite from Jada, yo husband. He says, let me get, let me get the, if you're broke, just say that, chick. Happy Father's Day to you and members of the coach gang. That's what we do around here. Where's our girl? Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and effort. God. Indeed. And I'm not ashamed, ladies. Go ahead and charge whatever you want to charge for your time, materials, and efforts. It's an open marketplace. I told you the escalation of prostitution will increase. I said that in my books. And I also been warning you, it's going to be the thing uh, that that's that easily younger women are going to do. They're just going to have to do that. They're going that route. Matter. I mean, you're seeing it. OnlyFans and all of this stuff. It is what it is. So if they want to monetize their time, materials, and efforts, go ahead and do so. But at some particular point, it is going to be worthless. You're going to look like you're going to be you're going to be uh, that woman in that car looking like Skeletor. And then you won't be able to make no money. So what are you going to do then? And whatever it is that you're going to be doing, leave me out of it. <laughs> I don't want to know, and I don't care. And I'm not going to hear your sob story. Shout out to Jay Bodie. The knowledge that you give to the community is priceless. Let's go Porsche gang in the building. Oh, yeah. Porsche's still here. The Porsche's here, too. I haven't really driven it around in about a week. I better go start it up. Oh, shout out to... Let me make sure I'm not saying uh, his name. Okay, we're going to call you C. C. Ibuka. And I can't say it. Shout out to, I I guess I don't, I want to say he's Nigerian or African. It looks like. I can't pronounce these names. Uh, Shame on me. Shame on me. I need to do a little bit more for my brothers over there in the continent of Africa. He says, coach, I'm a 6'6 man, and I don't know. He says, I didn't know I had it easy till I got married, and my wife helped me with a green card. I was stuck to her, and she still, and she started ex- executing the CGA marriage will on me, coach. I was traumatized and stuck. I was smart enough to not get her pregnant. Give me the buzzer. Mm. And so, why, okay, so um, interesting. So you got you got that green card help. But what happens is he did get stuck on the marriage will. Men get traumatized through marriage and divorce, and you don't really know what's going on. There's no way uh, for you to find the legit reason of why things are happening until you find my content. When you find my content, I spell it out for you. This is why people don't like my content. When you look at the marriage will, it is indeed what's happening to you. And most men go, there it is. When you get the final answer, they go, that's that's, that's what's happening to me, the entire marriage will. So when you find out, this is one of the only places you're going to find this. You can't go to a marriage counselor. They're not going to tell you. You can't go to a divorce attorney. They're not going to tell you. You can't go to family court. Your parents aren't going to tell you. Um, your ex-wife's not going to tell you what's happening. You're only going to find this information right here. The marriage will is undefeated. It explains everything, the entire steps of marriage and into the part, the part of where your marriage breaks down, the predictable things that they're going to say or do. It's all going to happen. It's all going to happen. <laughs> Somebody says, uh, I got a screenshot and show people got the trademark. Yeah, I got a trademark. It. All right. It's going to happen. 
Your mama might not tell you. The bait and switch, the bait and switch is going to be there. It's it's programmed into every marriage. Some people just deal with the bait and switch. And they deal with it, and then they end up playing the ring game, right? So they end up staying in a marriage where people say, these are the successful marriages. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. That poor guy. That poor neutered male. I mean, a lot of men are neutered just like that. So shout out to you, 6'6", brother. I, I think you're going to be doing well out here uh, without being married. Who is this in the building? This new studio, so white, the community is calling Coach out for being a shuffling sellout. Yes, the studio is too damn white. And yes, I would be shuffling. <laughs> it's white. It's white. Yeah, I'm going to paint the walls. Maybe you guys can send some suggestions. Maybe we'll put a poll up. What colors we should paint the wall, you know. Um, I do have some things that are going to be hung up. I have the, a big sign of my logo, CGA. I don't know if you guys can see the logo, CGA. Yeah, you can see it. It's in the top upper left. I'm sorry, upper right of the screen. That logo right there is going to be, there's going to be that logo, but bigger. It's going to be, um, I guess, metallic logo. It's going to be there on one of the walls. But I couldn't decide which wall yet until I started doing some streams. And then, yeah, so there are going to be some things in the background. Anyway, that's up and coming. But, yeah, I can see by the um, by the playback, this thing is white. It's so white, it looks like a night at the junior college for CGA. <laughs> KT King, good morning, CGA. We are shuffling on the strip. Women label good men as deadbeats for sympathy from the court of public opinion and control of the narrative of a man's life. Yes, they do. Oh, yeah. Well, one of the beautiful things I have um, is even though, listen, I got receipts. All right. So if anybody ever wanted to claim that I was a deadbeat or that I was doing X, Y and Z, I got plenty of receipts and it's pretty much predictable behavior at this point. But. But 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 people find out uh, when they start struggling that they have to find a way uh, to blame someone else. And unfortunately, as a, a married man, if you marry someone and you divorce or you or you engage with someone or you pr impregnate a woman and the and you don't stay in the marriage or the stay in the relationship, you're going to be blamed for just about everything. Remember, your commitment is very important. And most of your relationships are going to break up. Ninety nine percent of your relationships will fail. Seven, almost 60 to 70% of your marriages will fail. And that's the ones that stayed together and went all out, full out divorce. They're going to fail. When they fail, by virtue of your commitment, you're going to be blamed for every shortcoming thereafter until that woman dies. Did you hear what I said? Every shortcoming in her life will be blamed on you. Remember, I told you, I was in this um, uh, place getting my, getting my shoulders and my arms rubbed down and my nails cleaned by a couple of linglings and they was rubbing all on the brother. And there was a woman, she was in her, she had to be in her 60s, maybe late 60s. This woman was talking to another woman and she proceeded to talk about how her first two or three husbands screwed her life over. Bruh, screwed her life over. She was like, my first husband did this. And then my second husband did this. 
and my third husband. Like what those first two husbands got to do with you? Anything going on in your life? <laughs> these people, these people are miserable and they can't recover, man. And listen, you're going to find out. <clears throat> you're going to find out as a um, as a male that your associations with women are, are going to. And I'm, this is unfortunately most women can't walk away and recover on their own. And if they partially recover, the other part of the partial recover that they haven't recovered yet is going to be your fault. They're going to bury your ass right here. Court of public opinion. They're going to take your ass to court on a daily basis. And they're going to talk to their family. They're going to talk to their kids. They're going to talk to a fake book. They're going to talk to their friends. They're going to talk to everybody damn near that will be willing to listen to them. Every shortcoming they have, they're going to be like, this is the defendant. <laughs> Charles Atlas. He's a deadbeat. He ruined her life. <laughs> they can't move on, bro. They have your ass marching in there. And here's the plaintiff. <laughs> the woman who could not move on. The woman who said she wanted to call her own shot. The woman who said she would be strong and independent. Guess what? She failing in life. She's floundering. And guess whose fault it is? And that's you. It's your fault. And don't be, don't go in there, man. I was going to teach her a lesson. Oh, come on, man. Just be the bigger man. Just go in and pay the bill. Just go in and, just go in and make her life better. There's no amount of money that's going to make her life better. She's, she's fractured. Billy the Kid says, I told you to do Biden. Are, are there any Biden voters in here? Do you regret voting for Biden? Anyone? Y'all think that still was a good idea? Or no? Uh, shout out to, uh, we're going to call you David I. He says, Karen looks like Vecna from Stranger Things. All right. I actually haven't gotten into that show, so I can't even, I can't even co-sign on that. Anybody still, anybody cool with their vote? Y'all good? Or y'all still, y'all still good? Like, y'all still be like, well, well, at least Trump's not around. There was a cool video I saw. They had these brothers um going in there was it on instagram i would try to pull it up but these brothers was going in they were like biden ain't it man biden, <laughs> they was going in mad they was like biden ain't it i told y'all that was gonna be a dumb move because it was made on emotionals uh this is the thing is and most decisions are made emotionally but but i hate emotional decisions i hate somebody that tries to use emotions to sway you i hate it i think it's despicable <laughs> i think it's despicable this is why I just don't come on here and talk. I actually have shows and theories and I come up with money, energy, attention, and time. And I try to explain things away. I use some facts. I, I, I just don't get on here and talk about my opinion. Although my opinion is important. However, if you're using only emotional to sway me, I'm going to say absolutely not. I'm going to immediately say this is not enough because most emotional decisions often come with once you get clarity, once you bring the emotions down and get clarity, you will find out that whatever emotional decision you were going to make would have been dumb because now looking years later, oh, wow, what, what did I miss out on? What did I miss out on? Oh, I, I would have missed out on this if I would have made this emotional decision. The decision will with Biden, it was all pure emotion. It was pure emotion. It was ranting and raving. They were calling people names and all this. I was like, nah, this ain't the, 
you, you're going to miss out on some other things that you're not even asking about right now. All right. And here we are. Anything that you try to sway me with emotionally, I'm not going to go. I'm going to shut down on you. I'm going to shut down. <laughs> I'm going to absolutely shut down and I'm going to disengage. So this is how people learn how to deal with me. Soon as you go emotional, I shut down. I shut down the conversation. I disengage and I say, get back to me when you want to be have a logical or a rational discussion. Get back to me. But if you're going to rant, rave, yell, gaslight, manipulate, if you're going to use all these tactics, uh, bully, censor, all, I'm out. Mm. <laughs> I'm out. Anyway, let's get back to this video over here. But I, want, I wish more men would pull this, but most men aren't smart enough to disengage in an emotional conversation. You're, you guys are dumb. You fall for it every time. And then how do they whip you back in? You getting screwed, and then they find a way to then get you to do what you didn't want to do because it was logical, but they bring you back emotionally. <laughs> they, get, they bring you back emotionally. They were like, well, I know it sucks, but why don't you just consider doing this because it'll make things better? No, it ain't. What's going to happen is I'm going to continue to get screwed. Only because I accepted your emotional invitation. Soon as you bring me in on any emotional discussion, and it, it, it revolves around hate, love, all you have to do is change the way you love or energy related to liking a person, energy related to, I'm out. <laughs> Hell no. Because normally, that is not the problem. Normally, that's the way for them to avoid any uh, consequences or avoid any actions or uh, judgment on their end. It's a female game. And not only is it a female game, it's a child game. It's a child game. I always advise you guys, never go emotional. Never go emotional. Always stay stoic. Pull back. Somebody goes emotional on you, pull back. Disengage. And to say, till you figure it out, <laughs> Till you figure out your side of the emotional, when you figure it out, let me know. I do this all the time. He said, this is why you have to be ruthless most times. Yep, I'm absolutely ruthless when it comes to that. You're not going to emotionally manipulate me. Nope, you're not going to play that game with me. As soon as you go there, okay, well, we're not going to have any further discussions until we get, we get off of this emotional bullshit. <laughs> anyway. Hey, we got uh, a great video. Let's show you this video. Let's see if I can mark it up. Oh, we do got it marked up. And we got Kaylee Cakes all in the screen. Hey, man. Kaylee Cakes all in the screen. Look at that flatback. Lord have mercy. Boy, that looks painful. That's flatback right there. <laughs> oh, man. That is a flatback. There's another one flat back to here. This is a tall brother. <clears throat> Anybody like them flat backs? There you go right there. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. <clears throat> That's why they call them flat backs right there. All right, so uh, that is a long back, isn't it? That's a long back. That's why they call it long back. If you, anybody wanted to know why you call it long back, this is the reason why you call it long backs. There's some long backs right there, bro. All right, so let's go ahead and play the video. How much money do y'all have in your bank account right now? 
Uh, I have $25. You can't even go to the ATM with that. They're going to take out the... I go everywhere I want. I'm saying, why? Why? Because you... I'm a finesser. I'm a, a slick talker. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so we already established, uh, we, we can pretty much anticipate young people don't have money. And it's pretty clear young people don't have money. So it's not a surprise. So this person right here looking like Popeye the Sailor Man. I got money. All right, she looking like Popeye. Uh, she looking like Popeye with that eye closed. Toot, toot. Talk about she's a finester. No, you need to get a yaw, baby. You need to get a job because your finessing days are not going to be as long as that back. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Young women don't have money. Not a lot of them want to do uh, mediocre jobs. A lot of them are fully indoctrinated into this mindset of uh, being a victim and men, women should earn more money than men or just as much. But they're not doing anywhere near the work. And a lot of these young girls are on sugar daddy apps on the low. These are your nieces, these are your cousins, these are your daughters, these are your granddaughters. This is how they're making money. Yo, I got this shit for free today. Army. <laughs> she got this for free today. I don't even know what that is. What in the hell would that be? Again. Gotta get my bag and run. What did you get for free? A watch? What is that? A band? A wristband? What did you have to do to get that for free? Wow. <laughs> Come on, man. I got this for free. I'm a finesser. No, you didn't get this for free. You had to slob on something. <laughs> it's wild out here, man. This girl holding up this wristband they give to everybody for free with confidence. To the simps out there, she's talking to you. Y'all keep paying for stuff. She's going to keep using your ass. How much money you have? No, I can't say. I, it's so bad. I have around $11. Oh, God. Oh, God. And 89 cents. If anything for a sugar baby. Ah, uh, there it is right there. I got money. Dude, uh, there's no shame out here, brothers. I've been telling you guys, there's no shame out here in this game. This used to be stuff on the down low. But she's winking like, yeah, me and the sugar baby. This is what they do, bruh. This is what they do. They've been doing it. I got money. Wow. Seriously, what the f*** are you doing? Okay, okay. <laughs> hit me up. Um, like $100? Look. She said, hit me up. This is why y'all been asking about Coach. He on the dark side over here. This is what I, I'm not I'm not bragging, but this is what coach coach's roster be looking like. <laughs> this is what coach's roster be looking like on the weekend. I'd be like, all right, who coming over? Jasmine Rice. And they have no shame. They come in and collect and then they go out to the beach like they having fun and they independent and strong. But this is what happens, bro. Shout out to the dark side. I know be like, them young girls don't want you. I'm like, bruh. They, what? <laughs> Listen. Looking for a sugar baby. Seriously, what the f are you doing? Okay, okay. <laughs> um, Like $100. Are you, at? you looking it up right now? Let that thing load. Look, they can't even show him. 
37. 37 bucks. Let's go. Choo-choo. Coming to the stage. Coming to a city near you, but not really because they don't got enough gas money to get there. Performing. We know we this broke. Should be, I should have reviewed this. What the hell? And somebody like it. The broke back beach ladies. Look at them all together. Got $200. Come on, see them out. Come show love at the show. Tip your bartenders. Tip their ass too. So these are your girls right here. These are the girls that don't need you. These are the girls that are living their own life and their best lives. These are the girls that are. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've Island Talk. <laughs> I've done all of that. These are the girls going on vacation, posting on Instagram. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've Island Talk. I've done all of that. They also. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. Might I add, they're not really very attractive. I'm just saying that right now. I mean, most of these girls are very basic. They're, none of them are standouts. These aren't even the top girls that are seen that get the real entry into the bars and the nightclubs. These aren't the girls. These aren't even the bottle service girls. These are the girls standing in the back of the nightclub that got the free pass. We broke, baby. Let's go. No, drinks on men. Every random man. Happened to the equality in 50 50. No equality. We're pretty. No. Guys. Chivalry is a thing when it comes to drinks. <laughs> uh, we just right, take that. Pretty blip privilege. Pretty blip privilege. Pretty blip privilege for sure. But like, oh my God, God. I'll, get, I'll get a drink from a bitch if she wants to okay, pay okay. for it. Right, it's yeah. more about being broke and needing needing it. If I could pay for it, I would. But. Uh, oh, look back shot. Oh, wow. Okay. So anyway. Of course, remember I told you about my delivery. I was like, I might have a delivery. It's supposed to come 10 to 2. Of course, it's 9, 12. They want to deliver it now. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. So they're going to interrupt the show for a couple of minutes. So hang tight. Whoa. Boy, here we go again at the junior college. Here we go again. My goodness. It gets flat. Let's go ahead and go again. How much money does a guy need to have in his bank account for you to take him serious? As long as he himself, right. as long as he has something in savings, I'm straight. All right. So how much do you have in savings right now? Couple thousand. Oh. I don't even know. Ain't no savings. She said we out here. She like, <laughs> What's your IG? Houdini Re. Maya Kayla. How much money does a guy need to have in his bank for you to take him serious? <laughs> more about his credit if he's right. taking care of the credit, credit um but the money doesn't matter in the end we'll work we'll, we'll make it work what about the beginning that's where it starts she's talking about the end and shit the money doesn't matter at the end what at about the, the beginning at the beginning you're not dating no bum off the, off the top like you know what I'm saying? you're not you know <laughs> um it's always this woman here that has almost no chance of getting anyone of any significant wealth Almost zero chance that she was getting that always making this look. I ain't gonna have no dusty. Uh, I'm sorry to tell you, ma'am. Mm. Out of all these people in this group, you got the last pick. You picking last. You picking last, bro. Uh, they can't be. They can't be negative. Right, they can't. Right. We can only go up from here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Where you at? Give me a ballpark number. A ballpark number? Yeah. I don't know. I'll be there, sugar mom. Hey. She didn't got serious. <laughs> All right, so you got a girl. She want to be the sugar mama. Hopefully, she got some money. I'm a sugar mama. I thought that 401k, baby. Give me that retirement fund. Get some help. I mean, I'm gonna be a doctor, a so I ain't relying on no man's for money. So you get a. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20, 
with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. Well, actually, just looking at her, she might, she might, I think she's uh, I think she's Nigerian, maybe potentially. So she might be a doctor, she might be even from the carry beans. So she might be, she might be a doctor, so she might be all right. <laughs> okay, let me see here. Uh, engineer doctor. Prenup for the shit pop <laughs> That's a hard one. I mean, we're in college, so at least like 10,000. Come on. 10, at least. How much money do you have in your bank account right now? Got them. We fucking Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So now, look at the faces now. Now he went back and said, how much money you got? Look at everyone's face. Look at her face. Look at her face. How dare you? How dare you? Wait, how much money we got? Look at her face. Confusion. Look at his face right here. Well, uh, now all of a sudden, they ain't got no answers when it comes to the money. In their mind, what do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? How much money I got? My fourth day of vacation. So I said real quick, and she tells me her E True Hollywood story. So here let me come. tell you where I grew up. When I came up, my. Yep. Hi, Mom. You know what? I, they're paying me to spend my credit card. I got 1000 in the credit. Now you lying. Now you lying. 10000 this one, uh oh. Sugar Mama says she got 10,000. 10,000. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 
You just gave me your 80 to 100,000 estimate. Am I making count? Okay, I'm a college student, but like 900 right now. All right. I got three grand. So she got drinks the rest of the trip. What's y'all Instagram? At Emily Philippine. A Harrington 21. Hannah. Mackenzie. How much money? Okay. How many do you have in your bank account right now? Uh, 600. Like 700. How much money do you have in your bank account? Um, Probably... Like 500. Yeah, man. Where you from? DC. What's up? Say hello. What's up? What's your name? Ella. So how much money does a guy have to have for you to take him serious in dating? Come to me. Is this a dumbass riz everybody's talking about? How like much money savings? do I have yeah. for a guy? How much money do you want a guy to have? Okay. The, I'll just say this. This doesn't reflect the general female population. Obviously, if you go to Miami or Fort Lauderdale and interview drunk college-age women, this isn't going to say... This is a distribution of what this is what the rest of American women look like. However, these are the ones that you see on Instagram popping off. These are the ones that you see out here bragging on vacation. So when he says, how much money do you have? Here's the faces right here. Look at the faces. Deer in headlights. Like two guys. I'm sorry. Maybe next time. Next time. Next, next time. time. Uh, Uber's here. Oh, wait, what? They skedaddling. <laughs> They out. It doesn't really it doesn't matter. matter. How much money do you have in your bank account? Uh, How much money do you have? Where do you have? It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Guys, it's not about the money. It's about the personality. Oh, it's not about the money. It's about the personality. But when you were talking about how much mon the money should men have, they had an exact number. And listen to that voice. Yikes. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Though. Actually, it doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, hey, what's up? Is your birthday? No, I wish it was. Oh, uh, I'm out here with Leah, Melissa, Allison. Where y'all from? New York. How much money does the guy have to have in his bank account for you to take him serious? Doesn't matter. It does not matter. Maybe a couple hundred at couple least. Hundred. All right. So, how much money do you have in your bank account right now? <laughs> Zero dollars and fifty cents. No, I have. I don't know. Not much, because I spent way too much on this trip. <laughs> nice to meet y'all. Y'all be safe. What? That's are you from down here? I live here. I live here. And this is when things always go left. Where are you from? I'm from Maryland, but I live... Oh, boy. I live down here. You here on spring break? No, I live here. All right, let me ask you a question. Where do you pick up women? The library, church. Okay, okay. We don't want to hear all this. Let's interview. I... Even her friend looking at her like, a lot where? You owe me money from i'm from fort lauderdale all right what about you same fort lauderdale right, what's your name kelly 954 you know we, we've been here oh boy look 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 at this will you look at this bro anyway let's continue this looks like never mind this looked like this could be one of my male cousins in a bikini this is what this looked like okay. oh, how much money do you have in your bank account a lot. Even her friend looking at her like, a, a lot where? You owe me money. Where, where is this a lot coming from? Estimate, rough estimate. She be deflecting the question all over the place. I do. <laughs> Look at this girl right here. She like, yeah, say the number. You owe me money for sure. Consistently. Okay, I'm not even gonna lie. I got less than 10,000. <laughs> Why is your friend looking at you like you're lying? <laughs> all right, well, I mean, going by the same, I, I got less than 10,000, like, duh. 
but I got bread in her, so. So is it is it uh is it between one thousand and ten thousand? I, I can say I can say I got less than twenty thousand, and it could be one hundred dollars. We'll never know. Well, I guess we do know. Yeah, I ain't buying all that. Wow. And and let's see, let's get a couple more before we get interrupted. Like a rough estimate. I don't know. You know, you're on vacation. You checking that shit? Ten grand. About ten. About ten. Emma Whaling. Olivia. Lauren. Lauren, what's up? Where y'all from? I went in Wisconsin. Go Badgers. This is Wisconsin's finest right here. Uh, as you can see, this is Wisconsin's finest. Yo. Mm. Okay, continuing on here. What's your name? On Wisconsin, pay it. How much money does a guy have to have for you to take him serious? A lot of money. A lot of money. No, I don't really care. I it's care. nice if he's a good kidding. person. It doesn't matter. It's about the personality. Now you lost. Now you lost. A lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money. Cliche answer. He's got me nice serious. I was lying earlier. It's about the personality. Okay. She helped. Uh-oh. Boom. Boom, Quisha came into the back right here. What is she doing out like here? No, that's Tamika. What is Tamika doing? <laughs> what is wrong with people today? He's got no, me nice serious. I was lying earlier. What is this in the back? Aisha Curry cousin came in the background. What is she doing with all that lip glop on? The first what is this? <laughs> Anybody know what's she going on here? Like a little baby. Oh. <laughs> How much money does a guy need to have? He doesn't have to have money. He just has, has to have morals. Okay. You know? How much money does a guy have to have for you to take him serious? Oh, snap. He just asked me a question and put me on the spot. I want to be honest. Wait. But this is Money's not even else. like... Money like, doesn't matter. They just have to be a nice guy. But, All right, so... Worst guns. Worst guns. Like, it doesn't matter. Literally, if he was a 10 out of 10 and broke his... You're going to be a sugar mom. You're gonna be yeah. a How much money do you have in your bank account right now? Oh, I don't even want to look. My phone's less than five hundred dollars. Let's just sway. So I'm kind of broke now. I probably well, let. Go sway. Got a hat though. Go sway. Go Fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand dollars. What the hell? Okay. People ask me right, right. what. Okay. Okay. This is enough of this. <laughs> Jesus. I got a headache. I mean, some of you guys go out to nightclubs and bars like this, don't y'all? Y'all go out to bars and nightclubs listening to that. Them raspy-ass voices in the building. Oh, my gosh. That was a little bit depressing at the end. But, yeah, that's what you guys are dealing with right here. You're dealing with that. That's what that's what you have, and this is why you're getting the bite back. This is why you're getting the bite back. But these also, the people definitely are on mental, mental health meds. They're partying. Some of them are drinking. Recreational drugs. Uh, not in jobs, broke financially, broken, broken homes, and then they're coming to you like this. And that's you. After they've had their fun. What happened? Where did all the men Let's do go? some of the cash apps in the building, man, and let it, we gonna let it ride on the cash apps. Let's see what we got. Mr. Hawk is in the building. That's what we're gonna call you. He says, uh, Putting in on Kaylee's case of ramen noodles. Thank you. Kaylee's case of ramen noodles coming up for her. She's going to enjoy those. Did I get Kevin? Kate Jackson says for the nickel and dime rap the other day. <laughs> All right. Flipping the nickels and dimes. We taught you how to be a rapper the other day. XL Pro Services. Shout out to you. Salute coach gang. We in the building. Mr. Hey, we got a co-sponsorship again in the building. Linkston Criers in the building with the co-sponsorship. Happy Father's Day to Timon. 
Rest in peace to T-Mon, man. He didn't make it this far, did he? Dave, Dave O says society. Oh, here we go. So here's what we're going to do here. I'm going to give me a second. Give me a second. I got to pause this. I got to pause this show for about one minute. All right, let's play a commercial while we're at it. Maybe about a minute and a half. We'll give you this intro and I'll be right back. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us who did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? Divorce rate in California is how much now? Statistics said 75%. So 75%. Every 13 seconds there's a divorce in this country. 53% of marriages end in divorce. Second time marriages end in a divorce rate of 62%. And third time marriages, 73% failure rate. Married women are more than twice as likely as married men to take the first step towards divorce. The average litigated divorce costs $100,000 on each side, and it can take anywhere from a year and a half to three years. If I said to you there's a 53% chance that we're going to get hit in the head with a bowling ball, you would either stay inside or at a minimum you would wear a helmet. So how do we prevent this? Never get a marriage license, and if a woman says that she's not going to marry you until you get a license, you know that's not the woman for you. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? All right, we're back in here. Appreciate y'all for sticking around right here. New world, new world All right, so uh, anyway, if you guys want to see the full version of that one, that was my old intro from my live stream from about two years ago. From about two years ago. That gives you the real, uh, this was two years ago when I did the book, The Evolution. And it took us to the where we are now. It's taking us to where we are now. So anyway, let's get into the rest of the uh, contributions. That's what we're going to do with the rest of the show in here. Mr. Olympus says society shames the average man to not engage in pay for play or pay for play. As we say over here, it's the, I got money. Well, it's a means of control. The best way to control men is to take advantage of their sexuality, right? Control, manipulate what he does sexually. You can control the man. And if he can find an easy way out, they're going to they're going to make it illegal. So whatever in terms of manipulation, so whatever works in terms of manipulation, we say when women manipulate, it's not seen as illegal. When men manipulate, it's seen as uh, illegal. So anything they do that that the that can't control the man, they will make it illegal. And in this sense, the guy says, "Well, I'm not going to marry. I'm not going to participate in building of communities, society. I'm not going to participate in that." I'm going to pay in this way. And then they basically say, well, we'll legalize that and make it and penalize you for making that choice. Otherwise, marry and pay more and then uh, be tied into a government contract, essentially. And that's the best way to do it. 
And then they will also say it's the moral way to do it. How, how is it how is it more moral than the other way? Somebody has to explain that one. Uh, he also says, but even Chad and Tyrone engage in that as well. So that's a whole discussion that people don't want to have. Who exactly engages in that type of lifestyle, pay for play or pay to play or I got money. But as we say over here, all men pay, all men pay. It's just how you want to pay. So there's men who have gotten married and divorced. They paid up front. They paid for the engagement ring, the wedding ring, the suffering. They paid all the way in the back end on the divorce. And he paid 18 to 25 times more than any other guys paid. So in this instance, who paid? And how much did you pay? So it's one of those situations that I'm trying to get people to have a conversation about. But most people will only go back to their moral high ground. Simon Small says, nasty boy, summer in here. Hashtag free agent for life. Give me the evil laugh in here. We'll give you the evil laugh. Um, guys, you can have your fun out here. <laughs> I've had my fun. Now I'm looking to settle down. You're going to die alone. You're going to miss. Don't you miss companionship? What, what did the lady on Earl, uh, Uncle Earl's video don't you miss uh, commitment? What did she say? Commitment? I can't remember. Don't you want commitment? Kahoo? Uh, I knew this dude. He was a Tyrone. He was a Tyrone. Like, pause. He was a good-looking young dude. The dude was in shape. I think he played a little bit of football. I know he played college football for sure at a big college. And I want to say he played a little bit of, like, um, World Football League or it was like a he played a little bit of NFL, like he went to a training camp. So he had pictures in the NFL. I don't know if he really played, played. Let me tell you, this dude paid for women. He was a Tyrone. And nobody would, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't have never even, you would have thought he could get any woman he wanted. Matter of fact, he once had this girl from, I think, Germany came over and visited. And that, he still was paying for peace. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, why would you, why are you, at that point in my life, I was like, why are you doing this? So, but he was like, it's just easier to deal with him. <laughs> mm. I was like, wow. Yeah, dude, the dude was, he was in shape. He was cut. He had muscles. Uh, He was ripped. He had a good, good skin. Like the dude, you wouldn't have thought, you would have been like, you? He was like, yeah, man. He was like, I just, he's like, I'd rather deal with this. I'd rather just do it straight up. And he had a, dude, he had this bomb girl from Germany came over. She was gorgeous. And he still was on the backside. He still was in these streets. In these streets. Where we at? Lucifer. Is this Lucifer Ratzinger? I hope so. He says, I think he says, I'm loving this new economy. It makes these women miserable. <laughs> oh, man. I've had sisters all my life. So I know um, that making them happy is, oh, is a futile effort. Like, I'm not happy. Like, whatever they want, they're going to throw an emotional tirade. They're going to emotionally blackmail you, and then they get it. And then guess what's going to happen? They're going to stab you in the back again. It's, like they're not, it's not like the situation is going to improve, and they're going to walk off and be happy. What they've learned is if they throw a fit, a tantrum, or uh, use emotional blackmail, they'll get what they want. And then eventually they'll find out, oh, damn, oh, I didn't anticipate this problem coming up. Or they'll blow up your trust. Like, they'll violate your trust by using emotional blackmail against you. And you're like, okay, you told on me to get what you want. Now you think we're going to be friends again. 
And then they come up again, showing up back to manipulate again. And you're like, wow. So when they fall on hard times, I have no sympathy. I have no sympathy at all. I'm a pretty cold-blooded guy. Jose V says, what happened when I told you to do Biden? Now we done lost the vote. We done lost the vote. Donald W says, three independent women asked me for money this week. Wow. And let me just say this. Everybody's having a tough time financially, so we're not crapping on people having a tough time financially. What we're saying is this. A lot of people have put themselves into this corner. You painted yourself into this corner, and you don't see cause and effect. And now this, you know, women are not ashamed of asking for money. They think you're going to give it to them for free. They think you're going to give it to them for free, right? That's the problem with them. They're like, oh, they're going to feel sorry for me. If I just ask him, he'll give it to me. And I'm like, nope, hell no. Hell no. I've warned people that this was going to happen. And you kept making the dumbass decisions that you wanted to make. You kept censoring me for telling you that this decision is going to call this, cause this. Now we're here. And all I got for you, all I got for you is a fistful of 20s. That's all I got. I got money. All I got for you is a fistful of 20s. That's all I have, ma'am. That's the only thing I'm contributing. That's the only thing I'm kicking up. And the only thing you're going to do for the people who I choose is 10 toes up, knees pinned to ears. All right, that's how the transaction's going to work here on out. Everybody else, ask gas or cash. And no one rides for free. <laughs> that's, you pay or, <laughs> I said, face down. That's it. I'm sorry. I'm, that's the way I work. That's my agreement going forward. I don't give a damn. I give a damn is busted. I don't want to hear no sob stories. I don't want to hear no sob stories. <laughs> People coming up, well, you just don't understand. I had to move out of my house at the last second. I don't give a damn. I can't, I can't, I'm sorry. Because everybody's got one. Everybody got a sob story. What I, what you need to do is get them 10 toes pointed to the ceiling. Or back to the back of the headboard. Eugene Morgan, happy Friday, coach. We in here. That's what we doing. Edmund Dante says for this message. And this message was slightly interrupted. I actually ordered some bookcases from Ikea uh, for this room that I have. You know them as I pay for them to put the damn thing together, all of that. You know they didn't put it together. They delivered it in boxes. So now I got to go what? Call the phone. Hey, man, why didn't y'all put my, my stuff together like I asked? <laughs> They're going to say, we sent you an email. You know, an email is the coward's way to communicate. The email is the coward's way. Now, now I'm not saying if you just establish a communi communication, but it's basically how people do things. They just they just send it off and, oh, I sent it off. <laughs> no, uh, make a phone call. Contact the person. Get in touch with them. Like, if it's important. If it's important. But, you know, people are like, well, I sent the email and this is, a, I don't give a damn what you said. Okay. Did you get in contact with me? Anyway. 
<laughs> yeah, call me if it's a real issue. And then text me, call me, leave a voicemail. If you didn't leave a voicemail on my message machine, it wasn't important. Especially if it's a number not in my call log and you call, because I get people, I get people out here, haters trying to get in contact with me. Somehow they find my message. Every now and then I get a hater find my phone number. I don't know how y'all do it, but haters do it. And they'll text message me some obscure message. And I'm like, oh, somebody found me. So I don't answer the phone if it's not in there. So leave me a voicemail. No voicemail, no text, no phone, no email. Please. All right. The dictator says everything is worse, but we got Trump out. (laughs) All right. He didn't want Trump in there. No Trump. Mr. J.B., James Burr says, got to be like Mr. Spock or Marcus Aurelius, stoic. Stoic wins. Eric Sai says, where in Dominican did you go horseback riding? Um, in Porta Plata. I went in Porta Plata. There was a ranch outside of Porta Plata, slightly outside of Porta Plata, and you ride on the beach. So we start off at the horse ranch, and we go through this uh, section of, I don't want to call it, it looks like the woods. There were the woods, and then we go onto the beach, and we we ride all the way down the beach to I think there's a waterfall. I can't I can't remember. Then you turn around and you come back. It's about an hour ride, and I'm gonna tell you I ain't never doing that again. All right, so <laughs> I was not big on horseback riding. I was like, oh my god, pause my balls. I was not ready for that, and plus it was on not stable terrain, so. As long as the horse was walking, it was cool. But when the horse started trotting, it was over. I was like, oh, stop. Please. I was like, I'm lucky I had kids already because, damn. Because when a horse starts trotting on on sand, you know, it's one of those things that um, people, it looks poetic and beautiful in pictures. Oh, look at that photo. Oh, my God. Right. Look at that video of that horse and that person on that horse. Man, hell no. When you're actually doing it, it wasn't fun. Not in my opinion. It broke my balls in my back. I was like, that's the last time I'm going to do that. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, man, shout out to the Cowboys. Was it saddled? Yeah, it was saddled. It wasn't bareback. Yeah, it was saddled and all that. So shout out to all the Cowboys. I got a great respect for men who ride horses. I'm like, good Lord, that this is not as easy as it, it looks. But give it a try once. Ryan D says, give me an Eartha kit. <laughs> Compromise for what? I got to clip that. Actually, I got to clip that. That's actually a good point. Abby Sandy says, sub CGA, the dating days are gone like the wind. Do anyone still date? Let's pull that up, right? Does anyone... Still date. Let's do a poll because I can't even imagine. Does anyone? Or let me see. Do do you still date traditionally? Meaning, meaning this is how you have to answer it. Meaning you you meet the person, you take them out on a a date, amusement park festival, fair, farmer's market, or restaurant. And then you wait and see, right? You wait and see what happens. So that would be your, you would say yes. If you date traditionally, you would say yes. If you don't do any of that, you would say no. All right, so here you go right here. 
Because there are some people that might still do that. I know a guy that still does that. And he, he hopes for the best. And he has a rule, you know, after two dates, it's this. And after third date, we should be doing. Do people still do that? All right, we have some people. Let me see here. We got 8% right here uh, still so far. 8% out of 80 people. All right. Somebody says we're biased. We're a biased group to ask coach. Yeah, I'm just interested, though. I'm just interested to see if somebody still does it and they're watching the show because that's interesting feedback. I would wonder what they would do here. We would have to do a call-in show on that. Do you still, if you date traditionally, why? Maybe we'll do a call-in show. Jermaine Jackson in the building. That's what we're going to call him. He says, Coach, bless up. Free these souls in the building. And um, I would say finally unstuck. But um, in this situation here, uh, he says, Coach, bless up. Free these souls. This marketplace is for um, is definitely leading men to ask questions. And this is a great place for the questions to be answered. Shout out to the uh, chocolate champ here. He says, for, he says, men, that's why they insist guys pay. They're broke. So watching that video, you're seeing why. So when they go back and say, well, men should pay because. No, men should pay because you're broke. Let's just call it what it is. If, if you acknowledge that you're broke, then I can solve that problem. All right. I can say, okay, we can, we can discuss it from there. But again, using the emotional blackmail of, well, traditionally men have paid because X, Y, and Z. It's not the legit reason. It's not the legit reason they want you to pay. The reason why they want you to pay is because you're broke. Well, okay. I can, I can, we can work with that. I understand your financial situation. Good. Well, best thing I can do for you is 10 toes up. All right, Jasmine Rice. We can have a very short, uh, short, non-committed type relationship. You can use me as needed. I can use you as needed. I can help you out along the way. But we're not going to play this um, game of I need to pay up front the first three times because it's traditional and then all of a sudden you get to decide what to do and then you get the uh, serial date on the back end and then you get to see your man and sugar that no 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 when you're broke you got at least bargaining chips you ain't got no bargaining chips keon says this brother went to the long back beach for show he did end up going to find some straggles too uh, but those long back to beaches, man, them girls look hurt out there in them bathing suits. <laughs> I bet you their Instagram photos didn't look nothing like that. They was poked. You know when they do that one stance picture? What? I need to find a picture. I'm like, why are they? Oh, my God. When they stand, when they stand with they with their legs out like this, how, how would you call that? The Instagram pose with their butt. Let me see if I can find it. IG butt stance. Somebody did a video breakdown of this on YouTube. Some dudes fall for this. Let me see if I can find it. Um, yeah, it's kind of like this one. Let's kind of see here. <laughs> Jesus. I'm trying to not get something on here on accident. Let's see if I can pull this up. It's kind of like this picture right here. 
where they stand like that. Yeah, what what is this called? The penguin stance where they do this. And it's like, come on, man, y'all trying too much. Like y'all trying too hard. Do, do dudes fall for that? Anytime I see it, I'll be like, <sighs> like that's kind of goofy looking. She has a video. Let's see real quick. Hello. For research purposes only. Oh, she's giving them a description on how to stance. I'm going to turn the volume down. Let's watch this for shits and giggles. How many views does it have? Always check the views in the female content. Oh, 10,000 views. All right, here we go. So this person is going to give us advice how to take attention away from her face and look at her butt. All right, here we go. This is what women do. All right, so the first one here. There's the stance right there. There it is. So you got one leg out in front of the other one. Yeah, that one right there. Okay. What else you got? There it is right there, that one. That's the one. She got some more, though. Yep, that looks pretty natural. That looks comfortable, yeah? Oh, boy. Is this not, this is not censored on YouTube? She got another one for us. Wait a minute, where is it at? Yep, that looks about how a person would stand, yeah? Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, no, this is the one. That one, yeah, that one. <laughs> That's the one right there, where they stand like that with the one leg extended kick back, and then this one straight up and down. Yeah, that one. He says, uh, let's see here. Here's another one. Oh, boy, these look about the same. That one right there. This would be not false app. This is about the same. Okay. She only had a couple. All right. She just basically flipped it from one side to the other. People saying they would hit. Of course they did. I mean, obviously. Okay. Where am I at? On the cash apps? No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the PayPal's now. I'm going to switch over to PayPal. Oh, I got, I need to catch up. Who did I end off on? Let me see if I ended off on this guy. No government names here. He says, Coach, gas prices are through the roof, but truck sales are at an all-time high. I've been looking for a pickup for about eight months now and can't get one at a reasonable price. It's not adding up, Coach. That's the, uh, I'm assuming you're looking at the used car market. The used car market is at an all-time high, which is causing problems as well for a lot of people who want to get their car for the first time. This is what people thought when I got my Porsche. They're like, that's a depreciating asset. I'm like, Actually is very much appreciated in the time that I've had it. <laughs> it actually, I could sell it now and make a couple of 10, 20 grand, I believe. Right in, right into my pocket. But that's just because of the current state of uh, used vehicles. That's also because new vehicles weren't able to be, there was an issue with the uh, supply chain and some chip that they couldn't get in around late 2020 into 2021. And this is causing the, the pileup of used cars today. So this is basically what's going on right now. It's crazy. But this is the world we're in. And uh, it's adding up to me. <laughs> it's adding up to me. We're in a pickle. 
even in these economic times, and I didn't say this name. So any, even these economic times, I've decided to move out of my parents' place. At 25, I have 40K saved up, debt-free. I'm moving closer to the college I work at and working on my side hustle. I am betting on myself. Give me the... I got money. We're going to call you Victor J in the building. Congratulations on you for that. But I would say, yeah, when you move out, start planning on trying to diversify. Diversify your your focus on basically you have your job and then you have an opportunity to work extra to make extra money, whatever that side hustle is at age 25. But once you get out of your parents' house, you can grow. And then you realize how much money you need to survive. But you got to get out of that situation first. There was a video of another guy that just I played that's been saying that. And a lot of people are hesitant to do that. They're like, no, nah, you know, I just I, I don't think I can make it. Well. I know for certain you're not going to make it staying at your parents' house. Most More times than not, I know for certain you're not going to make it. Chairman Mo, holy moly, you got a lot to say. He says, I just want to make three points. I was raised in a single-parent household. Household. I was lucky my mom managed to be awesome in her career and that she made so much money that she would never have to end up like that woman ranting at the gas station or being poor. But for my mom to succeed, she had to be hard and cold and she was only sentimental with me and my brother much later in life after she got religion in retirement although overall my family more or less won in life thanks to a whole bunch of other circumstances which worked out in our favor all in all single motherhood is almost always bad my example is an exception to the rule number two as for the screaming lady uh really the liberals are mad more uh they're more mad wait the liberals are mad after more than half the country told them not to vote for creepy, sleazy, racial jungle Joe. He says, yep, bravo. Let's give them a round of applause. I would have to say the same thing. But of course, a couple of them were shuffling. It's not his fault. I don't know how you ended up there. He says, the only reason why I'm okay is because I'm a Canadian Chinese guy who grew up in an odd set of circumstances that put me in the right place in time. So the, I think there's another message. You got a lot to say, brother, but we appreciate the support. Let's see what you had to say. You added one more thing. Oh, you added two more things. Yeah, man. Appreciate that one. I'll, I'll come back to the other part of what you said there. Who said this one? Dimpzilla in the building. He says, did you know that washed up stud that used to be a high recruit that messed up his chances due to drugs? Men don't do drugs, man. Men do not do drugs. Drugs are going to mess up your whole damn life. So two loss of scholarship to uh, drug addiction. Yeah, drugs are bad. I'll have to come back to that one. Vices are going to be the end of you. All right, the one vice that I had, uh, I, I never was gambling, alcohol, or drugs. My, my vice was women. And if women are your vice, they're probably worse than the drugs and the alcohol. My vice, the only thing that ruined me economically was marriage. That was the one thing that destroyed me economically. I actually had a woman at work ask, ask me if anyone ever said that I look like Bob, Billy Bob Thor Thornton. I, I'm, wait a minute. 
He says, Billy Bob Thornton. I ha had said, unfortunately, no, but he gets all the fun. I realized backwards that I should have said nope and moved on. She just found me attractive, but that was at work. So, okay. That was from Joshua or Joseph in. I guess um, maybe that was her way of hitting on you. People like Billy Bob Thornton. Big Joker says, literally an hour before you, your show, my office cleaning lady said, happy Father's Day to you and me. I asked, why are you getting a happy Father's Day? And she replied, because I raised three kids as a mother and father. I asked her, did she take the boys fishing? Did she teach them jumpers? Did you teach them how to work on cars? She was speechless and a bit pissed. I don't care. Uh-oh. <laughs> I hope you don't get fired, bro, because them people, man, will report you for that. But this is the truth. A lot of mothers will hang on to their sons, but they don't take their sons out to shoot extra baskets. They don't teach their son to go catch ball. You know, let's go play pitch and catch. They just had their son sitting off in the corner. They don't teach them fishing. They don't teach them anything about how to be a man. But they want to do, they think they can do better. You go get a call from the HR, man. Yo. Oh, man. But I think hopefully, hopefully, he said it's just the cleaning lady. <laughs> All right. Hopefully she ain't got no rank and pull around there. All right. I got to get, I got to get to remembering where I am. So that was big. That was a big joker. We won't call your government name out, but uh, hopefully we get to keep your job now. Chairman Mo, this is a continuation from his message. He says, uh, two, point, two more points. Speaking on the 2020 election, I had an old colleague who grew up in the communist East Germany. He said that he had a few relatives who embezzled from the East German secret police, the Stasi, in the dying days of East Germany. When even a He says, when even a guy with that background is woke enough to realize that elected Joe Biden was a bad idea, you just have to shake your head at 50% of the American population. As for the strong and independent girls on the beach, all I can say is mom and dad. Don't be mad if your precious little girl is on sale for the coach gang. The UC war band, Uncle Frank, I got money, crew. And I got money. And the red pill, man. This happened because you didn't raise them right. Nope, they raised them to be. In these streets. I don't know if you guys have an idea of what these women can accomplish with a mobile phone. They can get, they can collect some money. Adrian Paul, all I need is to all I need is to hit me with the Friday Kaylee. Shout out to the coach gang. I hope you're still in Salt Lake City and you're hitting up the other areas a little bit more south and not the northern part of Utah. You'll be good. We got four more on the Cash App or on the PayPal. Hi, coach. There's a YouTuber who said that the Red Pill space is the reason behind the mass deletions in the United States because this space teaches men to dislike women your take. I hear this all the time. They need to find a place to blame. They're not going to blame mothers, single mothers. They're not going to blame the divorce rate. They'll find a uh, way to place the blame on men. In many of those scenarios, were the victims all women? I don't think so. Were the victims all women? Like, did they go in there and was like, we're only going to pick off the women? All right, that's not happening. I don't think that's the case. Number one. Number two, 
Not many of them have been able to be pinned back to any specific content creator or any specific point of message where they can show the content creator said, this is what you should do and carry out. I don't think that they've been able to do that. All they've been able to say is, we're just going to blame it over here. They can't blame video games no more. I mean, what do they do? Blame video games? They tried that. They can blame the music. They've tried that. So now this is the only thing they can, they can blame. They There's no message from me saying that this is what you should do. I'm not telling anyone you should do that. I don't even tell you to hate women. What do I tell you to do with women? Understand them. This is the best thing you're going to do. Just understand them. It's the best thing that's going to do. It's going to set you free. I don't tell you to hate them. I tell you why they do things. And that's a point of understanding them. And once you understand them, I guarantee you, you'll find about two ways to deal with them. And it's not hurting them. Hurting them does you no good. <laughs> hurting them does you absolutely no good. You understand them, you will find a way to deal with them, and then you'll find peace, quiet, and freedom dealing without them. That's the best thing you can do. So until they find, I don't know any content creators that I know and follow. I don't get to follow new people because, um, you know, they come up they come up behind me, so I don't know who's the new hot content creators. But as far as I know, there's not many people that I have heard say, hey, man, this is what you should do out in society. Uh, ruin your life and ruin a couple other people's lives before you go out. Now, it's trash. It's a trash argument. And they're not holding, they're not holding themselves accountable in this situation. Many of these, many, let me tell you something. Many of these people who do these cowardly acts come from either broken homes, meaning a divorce home, or a single parent home. I know that to be statistically pretty much close to true. Anybody want to blame that? Why don't we blame it on these co-parenting houses and these single-parent households? I'm not even saying they're single mothers, but they're coming from a single-parent household most of the time. The other thing that was common um, on those cases many times is that, um, yeah, many of those kids were in some sort of therapy, um, antidepressants, they were unstable, ADHD, Ritalin. Why don't we point at that? Anybody want to point at that? You want to blame the farm pharmaceuticals? You want to blame um, uh, any of the parents, these weak-ass parents that couldn't discipline their kids because they were scared to discipline them because parents can't discipline kids anymore? Anybody want to talk about that? Nah, they don't want to. See, they don't want to blame who's really at fault for it. They just want to blame, oh, it's the people on YouTube that push them. No, it ain't. These kids probably were on Ritalin or head meds. These probably probably were years of therapy, and the therapy missed it. They probably had people say, hey, man, your kid is out here acting crazy. They probably were acting crazy for since sixth grade all the way until they carried out the, uh, the act. People warned them, and they missed the warning. So they weren't watching me for six years because I ain't been around for six years. But they probably were acting a fool. And then they also came from single parent and divorce household. How, what does that have to do with the with with people on YouTube? Why don't they literally go back and investigate why things are happening and draw a line instead of just trying to put the blame on people so no one else can be uh, holding themselves accountable? Anyway.
somebody said, yes, you have. I hope you ain't talking about telling me, dude, what my whole point is to tell you to find peace. The name of my book is Peace, Quiet, and Freedom. Not throw yourself in jail or get or get in a shootout with the police. <laughs> Why would I tell you to do something like that? That's dumb. All right, so uh, Christopher Beatty says, I'm 26, best place to bag women 30 years older than me. Oh, hold up for a second. Tender. No, oh my gosh. 30 years older? You looking for a sugar mama. I guess at 26, when you part of the nasty boys, you might have that idea. You was like, oh, you know, what's you 26? You'd get you a 56 year old woman. It ain't as good as you think. I mean, they know some tricks. <laughs> they know some tricks. But um, the one thing that you're going to find is that that you're not going to be able to because let's talk about texture. <laughs> texture texture is important. So once you start touching on women of this age, it's not going to be as firm as it looks. Even if they're in good shape, the firmness is not going to be there. You're going to put your hands up on them hips in parts of the body. And the hand is going to be soggy, sloppy yogurt. It's going to be the texture of it is not going to feel absolutely right. And it's going to, yeah, you're going <laughs> to, your post-nut clarity is going to hit you hard like a ton of bricks. And you're going to be like, whoa, I really did that? But I know, you know, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Your after, the post-nut clarity is going to be real. You're going to real, you're going to look out. <laughs> You're going to look back at what you, somebody says, white women coach, black women are different. Mm, where's Soralita? You talking about black older women aren't as, <laughs> you're saying you're firmer? That's, no, 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 no. That's that's no. That's gonna be a no. <laughs> just, I'm trying to find a way to say it. All right, uh, who we got here? Dewan new. Hey, try not to send me links because I can't click on the link and then it comes with the space on it. I don't know what, and I can't pull it up because then, you know what I mean. Where are we at? I can't even describe. It's not even a word for description. But do not get your hopes up. KT King, this this Vince McMahon NDA story is gaining traction. All major outlets are covering it. Vince will be on SmackDown Live tonight as well. All right, so this is how, man, I'm telling you, man. First of all, I don't know all of the details. It seems like um, he stepped down as CEO right here. He just stepped down as CEO. Uh, under pressure right here, which is, you know, very disappointing that he's probably got to step down from his company. I don't know the story. Maybe we'll review it a little bit later. So he's no longer CEO of the company. I don't know what that means in terms of the rest of uh, his his story. But Stephanie McMahon, who just took time away, will serve as the interim CEO and the interim chairwoman of the World Wrestling Entertainment. So he gave hush money to 
Uh, we'll review it later. How about this? And I can cover the story. Maybe we'll do it, do that tonight. But I haven't deep dive into the story. But guys, this is how you lose your job. It's how you lose your status. Imagine Vince McMahon. I think he's one of the most underrated entrepreneurs there are, in my opinion. I know I've been very much invested into the things he's produced since the early 80s. All the way into the 90s and the 2000s, he had a great impact on and our culture. People might say, nah, not really, but you can easily identify characters in his organization, and you don't have to even be that much of a watcher of wrestling. I mean, you, all you have to say is Macho Man or oh yeah, and you'll know exactly who that is. You know, you say Hulk Hogan, you know exactly who that is. So that was all the work of, or most of it was the work of Vince McMahon in this production. Ultimate Warrior. People know things about that. I love when people are like, I don't know anything about that. Nah, you know it. Wrestling is like pornography. People act like they don't watch it, but they watch it. But the sad story is, is this guy put all of that work in. He's an underrated entrepreneur. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. He never will get the credit now. But now he's lost all of that because he didn't have discipline, potentially sexually. I don't know of the situation, but sexual discipline is a thing. In our culture, with Me Too, you got to be disciplined by not having interaction sexually with women you work with. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that, guys, we have to take that stance. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about The Rock. Yeah, I forgot about that. Anything related to The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin? Come on, man. I mean, this, is, this has been a great impact on our culture. Yeah, the whole damn Rock thing. So... You know, I came up with mostly the 80s, the 80s and the, you know, the NWO, this whole story right here. Although that was WCW, but you get what I mean. This wrestling. John Cena, you can't see me. So there's been a lot of impact that he's created in, in our culture. With that being said, <laughs> with that being said, you can't be messing around with women at work. You can't do it anymore. It is the easy way out for them. The easiest way out that you cannot get out of is sexual interaction with women you work with. There's no, no, no excuse, especially when you are at the top. When you're at the top and you, you somehow seem to be, manipulate women sexually, you can't wriggle out of it. So you have to have discipline in this culture or they're going to bring your ass down. Last one, SAU Engineering. Good morning, coach from south of the border. Mexico, yeah, man, yeah, man. He says, I've been divorced for six years. Yesterday, I got a message from the ex saying if she can lend her 100 pesos, which is $5, he says, women are broke. Mm. I laughed as I was drinking alone and watching the Celtics game. One of those things, man. The prideful, the pride of, it's prideful. I, I don't know what to say more than that is they will act like they don't need you, act like they're doing well, then throw you under the bus. And then all of a sudden come back, crawling back with their sob story. Let me cover this one real quick. We'll play a little bit of this Dave Ramsey video. Um, this is going to be modern marriages right here, where everybody says these modern marriages are working. We're going to not look at this posing girl again, but listen to this video right here. And watch how Dave deals with Sorry, watch how Dave deals with the man in the situation. 
Rebecca is with us. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? All right. Are you sitting down? This is a big one, Dave. Okay. Okay. So my husband is a dentist. I'm a nurse practitioner. Our annual income is about 330,000 a year. Um, In 2020, I opened up my own practice with zero debt because I'm extremely debt adverse. I drink the Kool-Aid, although I'm not good at following through. I wish I was better, Um, but we'll get there. So she, she skimmed over her stuff pretty quickly there. All right. First of all, you opened your own practice. You opened your own practice as a nurse practitioner, a nurse practitioner. I'm trying to figure out how in the world. (laughs) Hold on for a second. We got to invoke our fair use privileges because they come over here. They don't like me using their stuff over here. They're like, no way. So we'll go ahead and troll them real quick. Yes, excerpts of copyrighted material may, under certain circumstances, be quoted verbatim for purposes of criticism, news reporting, teaching, and research without the need for permission from or payment to the copyright holder. All right, all right. So we got it down right there, Dave. So she skimmed over her stuff. How do you open your own practice as a nurse practitioner, though? Anybody know? I, I don't know. Wait. For you. I'm a nurse practitioner. Our annual income is about 330000 a year. Um, in 2020, I opened up my own practice with zero debt because I'm extremely debt adverse. I drink the Kool-Aid, although I'm not good at following through. I wish I was better, um, but we'll get there. So um, obviously, starting out. The- so um, she skipped over her stuff, but go, go ahead practice didn't have a lot of income with that so we really were relying on my husband's income um but now i'm starting to bring in an income for our family so our house payment is 2800 a month we have okay somebody says nurse practitioners can practice on their own and then nurse practitioners are legal to do in certain states now so (laughs) i got it all right so that i didn't know I, i honestly didn't know but i guess they are um they can do that Forgive me for my ignorance on that. I really didn't know. But I'm trying to figure out what happens. You have your you have your own place. You're the nurse. And then you can refer to the doctors. Then the doctors, you're like a middleman. All right. So their, their mortgage is $2,800. Have over $500,000 in student loans. We have no other debt. We've already paid off over just 100000 but it has taken us four years to get to this point. We were hoping that by four to five years after my husband graduated, we'd have it all paid off. But like I said, we're not so great with the, the follow through. So here's the deal. My husband. So let me stop, stop me just a second. Let me ask you one clarifying okay. question. Okay. Your practice is now taken off. What is your husband make? So my husband makes, we were looking back. Now, what he will he make this year? Dude, she not, she avoiding the question. What in the world do you make? What does your husband make? Answer the question. So let me stop, stop me just a second. Let me ask you one clarifying okay. question. Okay. Your practice is now taken off. What does your husband make? So my husband makes, we were looking back. Now what he will he make this year? What will he make in a year this year? What are you going to make this year? 330 is what we're thinking. Okay. And what do you? Yeah. Okay. So uh, $330,000 a year. He makes $330,000 a year. Their mortgage payment is $2,800. Let me get my, oh, damn, I don't have my calculator. He makes 300 grand. (laughs) What the fuck? Hold up for a second. 
Let me let me break that down monthly. Three hundred thousand dollars a year. So per month he could pull in twenty five k. Twenty five k, and they, your mortgage payment minus that is twenty eight hundred. That means he got two twenty. He got twenty thousand dollars left, and y'all struggling. This is not counting the student loan. We're gonna make now that the practice is moving. Well, I'm hoping right now. I've been bringing home. No, 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 no. I'm hoping. How much do you make? Let's hear it. Well, I'm hoping right now. I've been bringing home consistently for about the last three months, between two to five k, depending on. I just go off of a percentage of my two to five thousand dollars. Two to she makes two to five thousand dollars. And this is over the last few months. She said the last three months, which I'm assuming since she's opened her business, she's made nothing. And they went into debt to open her business. Okay. What do you think you're going to make in the year? What what do I think? I'm going to make 100,000. I think you are. And then the next year, you're going to make 150. Uh, Yes, 100%. Yeah. Okay. That's realistic. Okay, so you have yeah. a four hundred. No, but, then, but 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 Dave, you missed it. How long has she opened her business, and how long has he been holding her business up? Because she's only been bringing in two thousand dollars, maybe three or four. She's saying maybe five thousand dollars, but that was only in the last three months when she opened the business. Y'all were getting bled dry. All right, y'all were getting bled dry without a doubt. Give me one second here. Let me do this real quick. Goodness. It's one of those days today. Good Lord. It's one of those days today. People are just killing me today. So women, you know, we're more educated now. Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now, some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? Divorce rate in California is how much now? Statistics said 75%. So 75%. Every 13 seconds, there's a divorce in this country. 53% of marriages end in divorce. Second time marriages end in a divorce rate of 62%. And third time marriages, 73% failure rate. Married women are more than twice as likely as married men to take the first step towards divorce. The average litigated divorce costs $100,000 on each side, and it can take anywhere from a year and a half to three years. If I said to you there's a 53% chance that we're going to get hit in the head with a bowling ball, you would either stay inside or at a minimum you would wear a helmet. So how do we prevent this? Never get a marriage license, and if a woman says that she's not going to marry you until you get a license, you know that's not the woman for you. 
speaker. I How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. But the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down. Which means, you know, a man who... <laughs> this is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're going to hold off on the baby making. We're going to hold off until we get that great job. Really career driven. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money, right? You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Actually, I can do that by myself. Left to say. All right, time now, 5-11. Let's all right, brothers, we are back. I told you today, man, it's going to be crazy. I got so many appointments. It's crazy. People uh, coming in. And, of course, they're coming in early. I always tell you when, um, when you have an appointment, many times they might say, uh, I had the delivery. The delivery said between 10 and 2. They came at 9.15. If I didn't, if I was waiting for the delivery, they'd come at 4 o'clock. <laughs> That's how the world works. How, is the, how are these married couples in these situations? Many of it is because this woman, uh, the, the husband fronted her the money to start her business. The money's starting to roll in, but now the husband is in debt because he held the woman up the entire time. This is what it sounds like. $130,000 income in 2022. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You've never had that before. Never. So we don't need to throw you under the bus so much for not following through in the past. Maybe a little, <laughs> but not so much. Okay. Okay. I mean, you, you never really had an income above 200, but much before this year, right? No, okay. never. No. So your income's legitimately doubled this year. <laughs> Here, look, it goes, it almost, it went from damn probably 40,000 to zero. I mean, because she made what, two to 5,000 bucks in the last three months? She's made $15,000 at best. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he's not laying the smack down. He's also not asking her, how much did the husband invest in the money in the business going in? She opened up a nurse's practitioner office that had to be painted, uh, that had to be, the, you have to pay all the fees. You have to have all the utilities. You have to pay the upfront cost. I'm sure there's furniture, all of that stuff. How much did that cost? He didn't say anything. Legitimate, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. You guys are that's that's are you ready? The good news is you have a really big shovel while you have a really big hole. But here's here's the kicker, Dave. I need this advice because my husband and I are on different um aspects of this. So here we go. She about to throw the husband under the bus. He makes three hundred. Remember, he makes three hundred and thirty thousand dollars. She makes fifteen thousand dollars a year at this point. She's made something where between fifteen thousand dollars in the last three months. Now, the husband's going to want to do something since he's invested in her. He's going to want to invest in himself. Watch this. He wants to buy into his practice. And no, only gonna buy you're broke people. You don't buy into practice when you're broke people. See, there we go. He's carrying the load. He's carrying the ship. All the encouragement that he gave her, you're going to make 100000 Then you're going to make 150000 You've been doing well. Congratulations. Pat on the back. 
You're doing so good. You'll just have a shovel. Kid gloves. Soon as it comes to doing what? Well, my husband wants to now. And of course, the wife is like, no, we can't afford for you to buy into your business. Why can't we afford to buy into your business? Well, because we bought into mine and I'm making two to $5,000 a month. <laughs> he brought into her business. But now the husband wants to say, all right, let me fluff up mine. Because legitimately, potentially, the husband's business could make a lot of money. All right. Her business is going to make some money. But now it ain't trying to deal with that. But this is marriage in a nutshell. Now the wife is saying, no, she's trying to control the purse strings because she makes a little bit of money. Okay, thank you. Absolutely not. It's unwise. So, it's not just a Dave Ramsey. Hold on for a second. You're broke people. So watch the wife because the husband is listening to this on the phone. I mean, he's not listening on the phone. He's listening to her, had the conversation with Dave. And when Dave agrees with her, she says, thank you. Watch. Okay, thank you. Absolutely. Yep, she's like, got my confirmation. See, even Dave says you can't do it. Somebody says, imagine your wife talking uh, to another man about your finances. This is why you don't marry. Or if you marry, this is the conversation you have. Look, this is how it's going to work or, hey, the hell with it. All right, I'm not going to, this is this is what happens. You put all your support in. And even when you put all your support in, she pulls the bait and switch, pulls the plug right, pulls the rug right up under your feet. And now you're stuck. Absolutely not. It's unwise. It's not just a Dave Ramsey I thing. Agree. It's just, it's financially unwise. Yeah. You can't walk around with your head in the clouds acting like you have a half million dollars in student loan debt, acting like you don't have any debt. I like know. A dent I know. This is a dentist disease. Here it comes. <laughs> I swear to God, of all the doctors I work with, dentists go into more debt than all of them put. Now he's throwing dentists under the bus. This man makes $300,000 a year currently. He could potentially, I'm not sure if it's buying in, being a partner. He could probably push that income to 500K. I'm not sure. It's, I'm pretty sure he has the majority of the student loan debt. We haven't even discussed who has the student loan debt. But now he's throwing the man under the bus. This man makes 330. He can, he can go off right now and live a life of his own and live a fabulous life without any of these people's advice. Now he's about to throw... <laughs> So if there's 500K in student loan debt, I, I'm not sure that's all the dentist's fault. Put together. They go for, because okay. for some reason, a dental degree is more. I don't even understand that. It is. But I mean, I, I meet a lot of dentists that are 300 mm -hmm. to 400 in student loan debt, and mm -hmm. then they want to go another three to 500 in and buy into a practice. Or See, he going in, he's, he's putting all the student loan debt under him. But he hasn't even asked who has a student loan debt. I'm curious is to ask if he asked this question. Build a practice from scratch and go buy all the equipment, one of the two, and try to do it all at the same time. And walk around acting like, where do they teach you in dental school that a million dollars is a great thing to be in debt amount? Great. Thank you so much oh, for taking my, my bad. call. I'm gonna, why didn't he ask how much did the husband invest into her medical practice? Remember that part? He's dissing to him about all the machinery in the dentist office. How much money did he put into her medical practice? He had to put in 100K. And then buy into a practice or build a practice around your neck with a level of stress that you can't even breathe for the next decade because you just won't say no to yourself. Right. That's how I feel. Yeah. I, I mean, I, and she said, yep, that's how I feel. So again, once you go to these Christian counselors, marital counselors, 
This is an example of what happens in marriage counseling. So you're you're married. The wife comes in, tells just a portion of the story. She shows her receipts. She doesn't even let you get your story in uh, edgewise. And then as men, we're not as detailed or tattletelling. We're not good at tattletelling and snitching. And we don't want to throw the wife under the bus, especially if we want to have a continuing relationship with the wife. But the wife will come in with receipts, only her receipts, and she'll throw your ass under the bus. And then they'll put the microphone to you after you get uh, browbeat. And then they say, well, what's your side of the story? As soon as you start explaining, then they start cutting your ass off. Well, what I wanted to do was, well, why would you do something like that? And you're sitting there like, bruh, <laughs> this is marriage counseling right here. This is why marriage counseling is a way. By the way, this is marriage counseling in a nutshell. This is exactly what happens to you. And don't think because you're going to find a male marriage counseling is going to work for you. Most of these counselors, APA, um, you know, uh, most of these counselors are not going to be looking out for the male's best interests. Don't think that you're going to get a male marriage counselor and it's going to work in your favor. They're going to simp harder for the woman. You can tell I, there's two types of dentists out there when it comes to our material, ones that love me and ones that hate me. There is no middle ground mm -hmm. Yeah, because the typical model is what your husband's laying out. What He's going right down right. the dental school template. All of his buddies are doing the same stupid butt stuff he's trying. You see this, bro? Wow. Yeah, I mean, look, this woman got some bit. She has a business that makes two to five K a month. The husband, <laughs> the husband makes $25,000 a month. He's trying to double down. And who's getting trashed? The husband. Can you believe this, bro? Look at this. What's going on with this sister right here? She's a half sister or not. I can't tell. Look at her just smiling. She can't get a word in edgewise. How this is unbelievable, bro. Trying to do. Somebody says, I got to disagree, man. Uh, 5,000 K. Wait a minute. Hold for a second. Uh, he says 500 K payment is around 4K. I'm sorry, is that the student loan? And after taxes, that dude is bringing in maybe 13 or so in house payment. They don't need to buy a practice. I'm not saying they don't need to buy a practice. I'm not saying they don't need to buy a practice, but they already bought a practice. They already bought a practice. Did they need to buy her practice? Because his name is Money Cash. Money Cash, answer that question. They already bought her practice. Her practice brings in two to five K. I'm going to just assume. I'm going to just assume right now that her income is not covering the expenses of the practice. I know they're not. Neither is she able to operate on her own with that practice running and her covering the practice and then her living by herself. Let's say she was living by herself and she had to cover the practice and her living expenses. She's not covering it. That's number one, and we're skipping over that. Y'all jump into what he's he shouldn't do about buying a practice. What about he invested in her practice? He had to have invested in her practice. Where's that at? Where's that at? <laughs> okay. He literally, they literally going broke because he pushed the money over to her. And now she ain't making no money. The business is not making any money. And now he can, now he's locked into that one. And of course he can't buy a, uh, buy into his practice. Of course not. Cause he's stuck.
Nobody's talking about that part. Can we break down her business and what, what the business costs? That's the part we're talking about. He's pointing out to me right now that he wants me to share with you that his income is going to increase to five hundred two thousand. The loan payments one hundred forty six. He'll make three fifty seven a year, and that's an extra thirty seven thousand a year that he'll be bringing home after he buys into the practice. Yeah, if he doesn't get He's sick fine. or there's not a pandemic or one of the partners doesn't right. commit a crime and blow the whole thing up. <laughs> Did you hear this? Check this out. So. So he's on the phone like, man, hey, yo, tell him this, tell him that. So he's on the other, sorry, he's on the, he's on the other side of the phone telling his wife, nah, I'm going to make an extra $37,000 a year, right? And then this is... <laughs> yeah. Same stupid butt stuff he's mm-hmm. trying to do. He's pointing out to me right now that he wants me to share with you that his income is going to increase to five hundred two thousand. The loan payments one hundred forty six. He'll make three fifty seven a year, and that's an extra thirty seven thousand a year that he'll be bringing home after he buys into the practice. Yeah, if he doesn't get He's sick fine. or there's not a pandemic or one of the partners doesn't right. commit a crime and blow the whole thing up. Right. I know. Yeah, See, I know. the only way his crap works is if everything works, and you know when everything works in this world, never. Never. It's mm-hmm. a freaking optimistic. I pre- appreciate optimism, but that amount of debt is beyond optimism. It's fantasy land. The one financial problem this man has, the one financial problem that this man has is he has a wife. Remember, guys, married guys, I don't pay. Oh, you're paying. I guarantee you this dude could do fine by himself. Let's just say that I guarantee you this woman would be destroyed within a year if she had to carry what that man's carrying. What that man's carrying for her, if it all of a sudden got pushed onto her plate and she had to support herself, she'd be under. She'd be underwater immediately. His one major problem is his wife. So he can buy into the practice later, or he can buy into another practice. One thing about Dennis is there's always one for sale. Mm-hmm. You can always get another one. It's like financial planners with a book of business. You're, they're always, you can always get a book of business. They're out there. And if he can't buy into this practice, he can buy into another one later. Please don't do this. Please, please, okay. please, 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 please. Listen, here's the thing. The reason I'm saying all this is not just because of debt or something like that. The reason, the bottom line reason this whole thing is, I truly believe after 30 years of doing this and obviously coaching a whole bunch of dentists in the process uh, um, that that 10 years from today, you will be wealthier following what I'm telling you to do than following what he's talking about. I really do believe that because I don't think he's factoring in any kind of risk in his equations. And the only way his stuff works is if it works perfectly and it never works perfectly. I mean, you've got you've got crazy people in Washington D.C. You've got crazy people in the medical community. Oh, sorry, uh, you got crazy people in you know. I mean, out, out here with the COVID like COVID stuff, and you know, you just don't know what. Suddenly, we're just going to change the way businesses are in America. Why? We just decided to. No, I, this scares a crud out of me. It just we don't know how much debt she has. This woman is about to speak. Let's see what she says. No, she can't get a word in. I'm, Me too. I'm so thankful you were not. Think about it. Think about it if you were in this and the how much dentistry went on during COVID. None. None. None for three months. We know. Yeah. 
And you know what would have happened? Oh my God! Y'all are acting like they didn't just come through that. I'm just wondering, can this be like a three to five year goal? Yeah, I mean, like well, here's the thing: you ought to be debt free in two years, right? Because I'm like a four hundred thirty thousand dollar income. You guys could live on a hundred k and still have three hundred thirty to put to towards your debt. I yeah, mean, you, you, got ta- to- you got taxes okay. out. That's what don't make sense to me. I mean, listen, you take the taxes out; they still should be living good. They still should be living good. I mean, this could be they blew up the dream. This could be how about pace us to this? They they are making way more money for there to be not enough money. How that? But I mean, come on, yeah. lower your freaking lifestyle, stay home, yeah, and work yep. and knock this debt out in two years. You should how be debt free. How much of the debt is hers? And then save up and pay cash. I don't want to hear about a loan for buying into the practice. Just pay cash to buy into the practice. Okay. That could happen in five years. That's okay. not a very long trajectory. And if these guys don't want to wait and they think you've lost your mind, then you probably have the wrong partners anyway, because they're all going to be in debt up to their eyeballs and run the thing into the dirt. So uh, dentistry is it's um, it's as unpredictable as any other business. I get that. Yes, 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 yes. But boy, I tell you, man, hey, that's marriage counseling for you right there. That's how marriage counseling works. Do not find your ass. Let me scoot over. Do not find your ass at marriage counseling. I don't know what the where's the student loan debt on. And most most of the money that was invested into her business is pretty much a wash. All right. Her business ain't making no money. Let's just be one honest, honest about that. I know he might not invest in his business, but he's already invested her business. And now he's stuck. Super touch. will call you. For the cash app. Thank you, man. We'll go ahead and get through these cash apps in here. Kevin B, you he says, we'll miss you when you go to Spotify. Call me Raven. All right. Thank you. Shout out to the Raven forevermore in the building. Uh, quote the Raven. Is it quote the Raven nevermore? Not for what did I say? Anyway, mm. let's get that Spotify deal happening. Spotify. He says, JTJ is in the building. He says, yikes, those ladies' future is doomed. I always have to remember that we were all broke when we were younger. However, uh, people work through that by pair bonding, pairing up together, and then making futures and building together. That's how people did it. They didn't just wait until the ladies got financially uh, secure and after they had fun in these streets. They didn't wait to that. But now we're waiting for that, and then these women turn 35, and they're like, what happened? Lucifer Ratzinger is in the building. Yes, coach, it's me. Put pressure on these women. All right, that's what we're doing out here. Good to see you over here. Higher image status. He says, half the delusional self-confidence of these broke 304s. He says, we men have the same. Is that what you have to say? Yes, sir. Um, OGA says, huge power outage in Columbus, Ohio. Wow, he says peace leave on sale 70 to 90% off. Wow. Uh-oh. Columbus, Ohio, y'all experiencing some trauma. Anthony Bobo, coach is undefeated. I went to my old community, and he says recently in every other car in my hood was a Nissan Altima. Please give Philadelphia the buzzer in the building. Shout out to the Nissan Altima. Leslie V, here's some medicine money get well all right it's all <clears throat> i should be better by the weekend thank you uh kh did you see shikari richardson's outfit and twerking start no i 
I saw a little bit of a race. I think I thought it was a dress or some some leggings or something like that or some fishnet stockings. <laughs> Just crazy. Oh, Michelle, pretty feet. Michelle says everyone was blind. Now, uh, something for like Francisco. All right. I'm not sure what that says. Maybe you made a mistake on that one. Higher image status says the water bottle fun. Yes, indeed. Give me one second. I got to check on something real quick. And uh, we, boy, it's an interesting day again. Let's let's run y'all some intros again. Let's run y'all some intros. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now, some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to it to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? Divorce rate in California is how much now? Statistics said 75%. So 75%. Every 13 seconds there's a divorce in this country. 53% of marriages end in divorce. Second time marriages end in a divorce rate of 62%. And third time marriages, 73% failure rate. Married women are more than twice as likely as married men to take the first step towards divorce. The average litigated divorce costs $100,000 on each side, and it can take anywhere from a year and a half to three years. If I said to you there's a 53% chance that we're going to get hit in the head with a bowling ball, you would either stay inside or at a minimum you would wear a helmet. So how do we prevent this? Never get a marriage license, and if a woman says that she's not going to marry you until you get a license, you know that's not the woman for you. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to it to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. But the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down. Which what? means, you know, dating a man down. who... <laughs> this is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're going to hold off on the baby making. We're going to hold off until we get that great job. Really career driven. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Extra I can do that by myself. Left to say. All right, time now, 5-11. Let's... What happened? Where did all the men go? I'll be okay. I don't need no man in my life to make my day. I think if youngsters take the pill, sexuality will go out of control. And you can forget about love. I've had two abortions. I don't give a f It's my body. It's my choice. 
Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Somebody needs to pay for all my children. Somebody needs to be held accountable and they need to pay. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? All right, we'll conclude. Uh, at Finally Unstuck says you saved lives. We'll call you Finally Unstuck. Appreciate you. We're saving lives out here. Shout out to Everett Walker. He says, studio funds. Congrats on the move, CGA. Hey, guys, never be afraid to move because your next move could be your best move. Never be afraid to move, especially if you are just moving with yourself or you're only taking, you know, I only have my son that is looking to make this move with me, but sometimes people hold back their entire lives and and don't want to move forward. Sometimes you got to move forward in life uh, and not everybody can go with you. Loud pocket says, yeah, he says, yo coach, my boys are pissed. I'm at the junior college. Why are they mad? Are they mad uh, on a moral reason or they are mad that they're not with younger women? All right, they're not getting the women the way you're getting them. I'm always, always interested as to why they're mad. Uh, Edward B says female doctors have money and will spend on men. They will, they will. But do you see? Look, it's a matter of you're getting money spent on you, but are you getting good treatment? That's what you have to uh, figure out. So um, when it comes to women, I don't mind women with money, but are they going to treat you well, or are they going to treat you like a henpecked man? Mr. Powell's in the building. He says, uh, what's with putting me on timeout for saying S-Y-S-B-M? Maybe they thought it was all capitals. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. I didn't put you in timeout. Shout out to Brinkley Q says nothing, but he gives a co-sponsorship. We'll call it a co-sponsorship. And apologies for all the interruptions today. I knew it was going to be one of those days. All right. Todd C says, I got money. And of course, everything, three interruptions in in a span of a two hour show, right? I was like, what? All right. But listen, the show must go on. I could have started this show at 10 and I would have avoided all the interruptions potentially last couple of cash apps. Mr. Avery is in the building. Avery Vans. What did you have to say? Coach, congrats on the new move and the new setup looks clean. I'm working on moving myself. My time is coming to an end. So hopefully I can get the income stable to get Keep uh, this train moving. By the way, Coach, have you heard of the World Economic Forum talking about embedding smartphones in the human body by 2030? Yo, I'm pretty sure that's conspiracy theory now. (laughs) It's conspiracy theory until it happens. And then it happens and everybody's like, oh, well, it's natural. It it makes sense. Remember, people were talking about that. You'll have to take a trip. You have to take a chip and the market of bees. Everybody's like, nah, that will never happen. And then all of a sudden, oh, of course, shots in arm. And you're like. <laughs> uh, and he says, I'm working on that stamp, uh, the time stamps right now. He says, my schedule will be getting better by Monday. I'm going to start drinking energy drinks. So pray for my heart. Oh, don't do that. Don't drink them energy drinks, man. I only stay to stay away from them. dude. You're going to destroy yourself. All right, KT King, when you got time, check your email. I sent you articles about Vince McMahon's story to catch up uh, to it, to cover it. All right, we'll talk about Vince McMahon tonight. Tonight, Vince McMahon, Vincent K, losing his whole company. Billy the Kid, coach, uh, she's bringing in 130 
$1,000 a year with 500K student loan debt and you're not a doctor, the math not is not mathing right now. He says the, the math is not mathing, coach. But she's, yeah. Uh, again, the nurse practitioner office thing threw me off. I don't know anything. See, and I've been in Southern California the last few years. A couple of people said that the laws are changing so nurse practitioners can open offices. I was not aware of that. So in my region, that's not something that can happen. But apparently, if that can happen, she's saying she's going to be pulling in six figures from her office. Something's wrong. Something's wrong with this picture. She's not giving the whole picture. And I'm surprised the husband didn't yank the phone from her and say, look, man, you missed this part. But a lot of married guys can't do that. And they will let the marriage counselor bury them. And then he's thinking the whole time, I should say this, I should say that. I was in marriage counseling once and that happened. My wife was meeting, my wife at the time was meeting with the counselor independent of me. And then we would go into counseling sessions together. That only happened three times. And I was like, I don't understand why she's meeting independently with you, giving you the story. And then when we go to sessions, we're talking about everything she talked to you about. Like, how fair is this? And they were like, well, you can meet with the counselor independent. And I was like, I don't have time to meet with you independently and meet in counseling sessions. I don't have time for this. I'm working, number one. I'm not going to meet with you an hour and then let her meet with you an hour. And then we meet together. How much time do you think I have? Number two, how much money do you think I have? You think I'm going to waste time paying for her to be independent with you, me, me independently, and then pay you? Number three, this is unethical. This is unethical because you're penalizing me by not giving you information and using all the information she's giving you on her side. So what ended up happening was they were trying to bury me. And I was like, oh, you want you want some information? Well, she was doing this, this, and this. And then the counselor was like, what, really? You didn't tell me that. <laughs> so a lot of married men are scared to bury their ex under the bus, but I came with receipts. Remember, I'm lethal with this. All right, I ain't gonna let no chance go by. You ain't just gonna throw me under the bus. I was like, what? Oh, no, hell no. And so when I went and said she was doing this, this, and this, the counselor was like surprised. Oh, wow, uh, interesting. Then the next counseling session, she got fired. I fired her. <laughs> I was like, if y'all keep doing this to me, uh, we ain't gonna do this. All right, so uh, let me tell you how the next session went. If we have time here. The next session went like this because then they met independently again. And then they, I guess my ex at the time had to come clean about the things that I exposed her. So then she had to come clean about that. So then the next time I show up, well, she just wants you to love her and bygones be bygones, wipe the slate clean, and you guys can start off your marriage fresh. I said, you fired. We're done. Bye. <laughs> I was like, hell no. Hell no, because we've done this BS. She tried to throw me under the bus, and then I got her to be held accountable. I whipped my, I whipped my receipts out and left her ass stammering and stuttering. And now you want me to just start over with this love bullshit? No. Hell no. I'm out. Again, remember, once you try to reel me in emotionally, I'm going to disengage.
If it's not a logical conversation with logical conclusions and an end, ending conclusion, this is how we're going to end, conclude, and then we're going to go from there. If it's going to be some emotional and, well, what we need to do is find a way we can. No, that doesn't end nothing. That's bullshit. So I said, that's it. I'm disengaging. You're fired. We're over. Done. Bye. <laughs> it ain't going to be no love bullshit. I don't believe in love that much. Game over. Shout out to uh, Classy Beats. He says, once the nurse is out of debt, she will be calling back to Dave's show complaining about how much her dentist, uh, dentist husband is working. Can you give me the I'm not happy code? I'm not happy. Yep. <laughs> so that's the next thing. That's the next thing they're going to complain about. They're going to get out of debt, and then he's going to be working like crazy to get out of the debt and um, just to stay home. And then she's going to say, well, you're never here. Oh, my God. Uh, who is this to say? Old man from Indy says, congrats on the big move, coach. Hope you're feeling better, my man. Off topic, what year is that sweet ass 9-11 of yours? It's a 2020. 2020. Um, I always get the I always get the next body year. I'm sorry, the the new, I guess the, the oldest of the new body. That's what I normally do when I get a, a car. So that other, it doesn't look that much older. Now, if you look at a 2018, 2017, you're like, oh, I could definitely see the body type is different. My body currently is the current body style, 2020, 2021, 2022. Now, however, Porsche is going all electric at some point, which I'm going to give them the buzzer for that. But Porsche is going to be going all electric pretty soon. But I'm, I'm studying that. But doesn't mean that you should get rid of your car, uh, your your gas Porsche at all. You definitely should keep those because people are going to be paying big money for those. People are going to go. Yeah, the taillight. People are going to go pay big money. For the old gas ones. Yeah, they already have an electric Porsche 911. Yeah, it's not going to sound to say how he says that'll make your car worth even more. Exactly. If you got a 2020, I mean, probably a 2015, any any age portion, if they go electric and you have a gas portion, people are going to want that one. For sure. I'm, a, I'm keeping mine. Loud Pocket says they mad because they can't be at with me at the junior college. Exactly. That's why they mad. They're mad because they can't be with you. Of course. All right. But the reason why they, I, I wonder why they can't be with you. That's the problem. They probably have a moral issue. Well, that's a little too young for me. That sounds perverted. All right. Well, that's your problem. And the 304 detectors back. He says, Ramsey is an agent of the silent generation class of morons. <laughs> or is he just a big old boomer? An agent of the silent generation. Yeah, he, Dave is, um, he does come down hard on men, but he comes down from a place where that's the only thing you can go to. Just throw the man under the The man's automatically wrong. Oh, they're married. They're married, so they can't go down there. The man's automatically wrong. Uh, the man is going to always, he, he always is making the dumb decision. He's disposable. Get rid of him. He's a dummy. He's a moron. That's basically how men have been treated in the baby boomer category just think of but um i'm gonna give you two shows that have depicted that very well the first show was um the honeymooners 
So this is these people come from this culture, the honeymooners. So the honeymooners had Ralph Cramden and um the other neighbor, Norton. I think I want to say Ed Norton. I can't remember who what his name is. Ralph Cramden and, and Norton. I think it was Ed Norton. Well, they were always fumbling and bumbling their way through stuff. They could never figure it out. <laughs> right. But they were always, I'm the king of the castle. But the, the two ladies would always show them up. The two ladies would always show them up. And in the end, they'd be like, you know, see, we know better than you. And then the Flintstones was basically a, 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 a cartoon of the honeymooners. So the Flintstones were basically the honeymooners in, in cartoon. So then they made the Flintstones that were Fred and, and Fred and Barney. Fred and Barney would always be the dumb heads at the end. You know what I mean? And the two women, the wives, were always the smart ones to get the uh, the, the, the the kids out of trouble, right? Right? Or the men out of trouble. So those shows baby boomers grew up on. And they realized, realized that men are the, the goofballs. Then they had the Fathers Know Best and My Three Sons and all of these shows here where eventually the mother was the one who were was getting all the credit. She was the one holding it together. I Love Lucy was quite opposite. I Love Lucy was quite opposite where, where Lucy was the one keep getting them in trouble, okay? And she would try to say, I can do it myself. And then she would try to do it, get in trouble, and then have to back out and get a little dose, double dose of reality. So, yeah, this is all kind of brainwashed. This is where Dave Ramsey comes from. He comes from the Flintstone and the honeymooners, the dumbass, you know, the, the guys, the husband's always dumb and ignorant. He never knows what to do anything. He doesn't know how to change a baby diaper. He doesn't know how to take care of the kids. He doesn't know anything about the kids. He doesn't know the kids' teachers' names. He's just, he's just a bumbling idiot there to provide and protect. And he can barely do that. <laughs> so, yeah, we've had that. Yeah, the Jetsons. The Jetsons were an extension. They did the Flintstones. They did the, they were like, this is going to be the future version of the Flintstones. So George Jetson was basically a bumbling work idiot that was handpecked by his boss and scared of his little midget boss, his little midget tyrant boss. And the teenage sons and the teenage daughter was running and the wife was running all over George. So, yeah, we come up in a generation with definitely how we've depicted men and fathers is how people think men and fathers are at the end of the day. But that's not true, it's especially in my case. I think they people really don't they, they discount how much men are holding the stuff together. And you actually if you're cold enough, you could literally teach them a lesson and be like, all right, dump it all in their lap and say, have at it. Say so you can do it. Go ahead. If you can do it all by yourself, go ahead, go ahead. Now, what you're going to have to be willing to do is people, society's going to come down on you hard. They're going to be like, I can't believe you did that. But I refuse to be played like the bubbling dad where you could just talk crap all about the dad and diss him and drag him through the mud and tell him where he's failing and then give all the mother heaps of praises. And then you're the one holding it together. And they'll tell, and you'll tell them that I'm holding this together. They're like, no, you're not. Okay, dump it all in their lap. <laughs> like okay you handle it guess what happens next I'm going to tell you what happens next you know what happens next 
sob stories. And he just let that, he just let that, he just did anything. And he did <laughs> Drooling, slobbering. That's what happens next. All right, all of a sudden, then you are the evil guy that dumped it. How dare he just left the kid? He left it. He left it. Left, left, left. <laughs> and then everybody, everybody. Larry Bird's not walking through that door. Hold on for a second. You got it, bro. Give me one. Here, put it right here. All right. So yeah, man, that's that's exactly that's what they're gonna do next. Oh, he was on camera. <laughs> that's he right there. <laughs> he came on camera. Hey, shout out to you. That was the painter. <laughs> All right, poor guy. He like he made his he made his debut. Hey, sometimes you can get access to me. That's the only way. Act like you're a painter. <laughs> So I said that's coaches. Uh, no, that was the that was the painter, man. I'm telling you, dude, it's going crazy, man. This place is going crazy. I need an assistant to for real, <laughs> right? People up here. So yeah. So anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah, dude, they, the sob story. So again, once men pull out, uh, completely, then many times I want to say not all, many times they definitely um, they definitely make sure that you're known to be the one who left it all. In there, and if you say I thought, I thought you can handle it. I thought you had this. You volunteered to have this. Now you can't handle it. Now it's my fault. And uh, last one, Dewan says, "Are you not speaking on the academics controversy?" Uh, like I said, I haven't had time. So look, I have it in my notes. Vince McMahon and academics. I'm gonna have time today to actually do some research. It's been a little bit crazy, as you guys can anticipate. But I will talk about DJ Academics today. But I need to watch a little video. And I think he addressed it, too. I saw a video. I didn't have a chance to watch it. But I did see a video of him addressing it. So that's going to give me some context as well. But it will be touchy as well, all right? Uh, We're going to talk about touching. Touching. Our Puritan society. All right, we got all the donations before we get out of here. And now, once I turn everything off, guess what's going to happen? Guess what's going to happen? Nothing. It's going to be quiet in here. No deliveries. No knocks at the doors. It's going to be quiet until 5 o'clock when I fire up this stream. Then I'm going to have people knocking at my door. Then I'm going to have deliveries. Then I'm going to have painters and plumbers. (laughs) Nobody's coming to the door as soon as I freaking shut it down. But anyway. Shout out to you, brothers, man. Appreciate y'all for being here. And let's get off. Let's get out of here. Who are we going to leave you with today? Uh, let's leave you with, uh, nah, we won't talk about her. We'll, we'll leave you with this, brothers, right here. Stop saying that. What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? Stop. What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> Here comes the bankroll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen? This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. (laughs) First damn word come out your mouth. I got money. (laughs) 
But those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double bear shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? Go who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.